Sirius 197, XM202, the virus. The Ron and Fez show starts right now. In this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out in my life, except on music. When I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack. And I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting, had a doctor, had the flu, and I didn't get over one day. It was I? But all across this town, I was strung out. So I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody else. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that is dangerous. That is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor, to everybody, my relationship with you, my relationship with us on the stage is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out of the roots. Some of y'all never been down south too much. Some of y'all never been down south too much. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a little story so that you'll understand what I'm talking about. Down there we have a plant that grows out in the woods in the fields. And it looks something like a turnip green. Everybody calls it poke salad. Now that's poke salad. You used to know a girl lived down there and she'd go out in the evenings and pick a mess of it, carry it home and cook it for supper, because that's about all they had to eat. But they did all right. Down in Louisiana, where the alligators grow so mean, lived a girl that I swear to the world made the alligators look tame. Oh, Saturday night. Everybody said it was a shame Although the mama wasn't working on the chain gang A mean, vicious woman Every day before summertime She'd go down by the truck patch And pick her a mess of pork salad Carry it home in a toast Got you ready party said it was a shame Because the bottom wasn't working on the chain A wretched, spiteful, straight razor toting woman Lord have mercy Talk a little more sad to Truck, 
Buddies, this is a Friday, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Started the show with the king. Funk Fridays, Elvis Presley. All right, I'll give it to you. And it's true, he's not on heroin. And that's damaging. And he'll tear your tongue out by the roots. He's the king. They didn't, they didn't call him the king because he took shit off of rumors, that's for sure. Hurt his doctor too. Yeah, it hurts his doctor, Doctor Nick. All right, eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Fez Watley is going to be dealing with his anxiety today. And what will you be taking, Fez? I'll be taking my Xanax uh, prescription. So I'll be taking a two milligram stick. Man, I'm looking over your stick here. I feel like a starving man at a fish fry. I just want to pop this in my mouth. All right, Watley. One is going to do it for you? What? Usually, I break off... Uh, when I did take it, I break off a quarter of this. Yeah. And it still has me too fuzzy during the day. And Buzz I've Watley. never taken the full two milligrams of this. We got some tall boys' butt, too, for just to yeah. fucking wash it down with. Oh, we got a trick. Uh, put, put a little trigger on that gun. All right, go ahead, Watley. How long before you expect it to kick for you? I'd say probably within 30 minutes. All right, good, because that's when Gallagher's expected back. <laughs> Gallagher uh, telling Anthony that he's not funny. That's like hearing from Stan Ken, the, uh, the gadget man. I don't like your act. And blowhard laps. Thank you. I like to just some pick that one person and hit him with a joke dart. All right, eight six six runs zero fez. It is the Ron and Fez show. And Fez Watley, we will start this Ichiman <coughs> with you. <coughs> and let me just say this: Stop emailing me. Fez is right. I get the news just like you do. I don't need to get hundreds of people. First of all, it's mm -hmm. front page news everywhere. Right. And, like, I'm not going to see it. Uh, John, go ahead and give us Ichiban. Yeah, Fez Marie Wally is right. They're he looking to put Jay Leno back in late night. Oh, yes, they are. Ichiban. 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 
Uh, Fez Watley, the modern-day Nostradamus, the man who peers into the future, swore to this bad idea quite some time ago. You said Jay Leno back to the Tonight Show, October 1. Here we are in January, and Fez Watley, forget the timelines. You were 100% correct, my friend. Thank you, Ron Bennington. I appreciate that. When you are right, you are right. And about this whole crazy matter, and the clusterfuck that is NBC, you are right. And I hate to say this, but you, stick boy, are crazy enough to run NBC. You could be... Uh, running that company. I should have been in those corporate meetings. Meeting with Conan's people. Meeting with Leno's people. Oh, Jeff Zucker. I don't think you'd want to be in any of those <laughs> meetings. I think the screamings and the you fucked me's that are going on right now at those meetings are unbelievable. But the story broke last night and I believe TMZ had it first. But then a short time later, it was everybody. Because I'm like, you know... I'm not going to give Watley a right until I see something besides TMZ. And then Fezzi, it was so interesting just to say, ping, 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 everybody leaping on it at the same time. Yeah, learn to trust Fez, learn to trust TMZ. I first, if, if your source ends in a Z, trust it. First of all, you don't have to convince me about TMZ. You, on the other hand, uh, you're one in a row, and mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. Thank you. I'm going to give it to you. I feel good today. You should. And well, the stick hasn't even kicked in yet. You should feel uh, pretty proud of yourself. Now, I don't know whether you saw the Leno I taped the beginning of it, and he came on his show and was very gruff, and oh, uh, I'm hearing these rumors. Uh, I, I never believe him. I, never, uh -huh. I just think he is the comedic politician of all time. He, there's, I can't believe anything happens behind closed doors that he is not uh, aware of. But you were 100% right. And when this thing started to go south at 10 o'clock, I thought, well, this fucks it up for Jay. 17 years being number one, and he's going out this way. But uh, now he's back to 1130. The only thing, Fezzi, that you were wrong about. And basically, it's like picking the Giants the win the Super Bowl over the Patriots, but not picking the exact score. So this doesn't take away from Fez Watley, modern-day Nostradamus. But this is just how crazy it's gotten over there. They're not giving him the Tonight Show. It's still going to be Jay Leno's wide world of whatever he does. I don't know the whole title. And the show will only be a half an hour. Conan pushes the Tonight Show back a half hour. And then Jimmy Fallon, who hasn't done a goddamn thing to anybody but show up and just be adorable, mm -hmm. he's pushed back to, I don't know when his start time is, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock, I guess? Yeah. yeah, that would be it now, yeah. Yeah, 105. And then Carson Daly is uh, into the Today Show at this point. You're the last person that remembers Carson Daly. Nobody out there uh, understands it. Uh, but you are, Fezzi... You have every right today to be talking a little louder and walking a little prouder. I was called crazy, Ron. I was well, called crazy. Not so much for that, but the stuff that goes on with you and your cat, and that you spent time mm. in Four Winds, yeah. and the fucking wig, the right. Hitler mustache, uh -huh. dressing up as a baby. All right, but remember yeah. Leno. What yes. I said with Leno, remember that. That was unbelievable. 
It's also lampstands. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to you sign You can't it. get that out of your head. Nobody can. No. Mr. Picture Me Nude. Maybe time to retweet that. Um, no. A strong, strong job there, Fezzi. And a crazy one, because let's step back a second. Does this make Leno look any better? Not really. He's only got a half hour. He doesn't get the Tonight Show. And they basically said the affiliates... Uh, and this is why it came from. Not so much that the that the network wasn't happy enough, but all the affiliates with their 11 o'clock news were furious. So that's kind of a rejection for mm. the one-time king of late night. Only getting a half hour. That doesn't look good. Uh... Losing the Tonight Show banner doesn't look good. So for those things, it kind of looks like he's holding on too long. Then take it back, Canaan, it looks awful. Yeah. And again, now what have you moved back to fucking 12 o'clock for? So when Jay finally has a fucking stroke, you get to move down a half an hour, and who's going to believe in you then? Because you've already failed at it as far as the network is concerned. It's almost like when you get your license and then your dad says now you can't use the car because you fucking <laughs> done something. You know, now you look like a fucking jack off. Also, he's given David Lerman the chance to say, I'm currently beating Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien at the same time. Beating everybody. I don't if anything, if I was Letterman, this would give me every reason to sit around and go how do I get out of this with a little dignity? How do I get to retire to my big house without having people... And you take a guy like Jay, who's probably made $25, 30000000 million a year for 20 years. And that's a lowball number. And have people call you a failure. It's just fucking <laughs> insane, right? So at some point, Dave has to say to himself, look what they do to people. How do I make sure I ease out of this and look like a fucking champion? Because Jay, he doesn't really have that legacy that he's earned for himself. He didn't get the Carson fucking move mm -hmm. of being able to walk out of there. Yeah, he has a completely different end to his career. If he had gone away, he would have been, you know, he's the guy that finally beat Letterman and then never looked back. Well, and not only that, but if he had went away and taken some time in the sun, which I understand he hates to do, then he gets the phone call, please, Jay, come back for three years or whatever the fuck it is. He does it, and he looks more like the savior. Hmm. Like, then he's like, you know, called out of retirement, like in a Batman comic. <laughs> please don't retire on us. Then he's doing the line, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't. Nobody looks good in this whole thing. And you got to figure people like Jimmy Kimmel is going, what the fuck? Now I got to go straight up against Conan? And Letterman is going, now I got to fucking, I got Leno back? <laughs> I don't think anybody is uh, happy. Um, by the way, last night's uh, Twitter, Twitter winner was Marillion Flowers uh, on the uh, When Did Jay Leno First do his uh, Tonight Show. First time walking out as a stand-up. Do you know the year, Fez? No, I would guess maybe like 1985. Uh, Dave? I'd say uh, May of 1982. 
both wrong by years. 77. Whoa. Wow. 77, the first time he walked out. Holy cow. If you ever get a chance to see that, he had just this big Tommy Rose fucking head of hair. Just gigantic. <laughs> it was just... Uh, so he's had good hair, though, hasn't he? Big, thick hair. Yeah, just big, just nice big hair. Boston hair. Yeah, Joe Paterno hair. Uh, here's John. <laughs> Joe Paterno hair. John, you're... And yeah, there is a Bobby Bowden thing right now going on <laughs> where Joe Paterno looks like La Latterman. <laughs> Fucking Bowden looks like Leno. Uh, John, in New Jersey, you're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ron Fez. I got a question for Fez. Yeah. Uh, since he's a radio psychic, I'm really nervous. Actually, I'm drinking right now. Um... Can you tell me if the Jets beat the Cincinnati Bengals this Saturday? Um, you didn't listen to me on Leno. I hope you listen to me now. Bengals win on Saturday. Wow. Good for you, Bengals Fez. win on Saturday. Good Just give me a second. I'm calling my bookie and changing a bet. <laughs> I have some information about your Eagles Cowboys. I had the greatest elevator ride of all time. Who would you ride with? Carl Banks, uh -huh. former two-time uh, Super Bowl champ of the Giants, was very and cool. Mad Dog. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, they're talking to each other. Heaven. I am just <laughs> And Mad Dog's like, be honest with me, Carl. Be honest. Just, I just, I just want one word. Who wins? Cowboys, Eagles. Carl Banks says, Cowboys. Eagles can't stop the passing game. He thinks Romo's going to light him up. So if you, if you're making bets, mm. inside info. It was great. I just, I, I, I was. So they, the elevator would get stuck. This is what's funny. The sports guys actually talk like that when they're not on mic. <laughs> just give me one thing. All right, hold on. I got to take a call. I'm going to get right back to you. Because the cell phone goes up. I'm going to go to the phones. Carl goes, how come I'm never on your show? And Mad Dog goes, listen, the only thing you need to worry about is that I found you to be a good football player. <laughs> like, where did he go? Floor 28, what's your call for Carl? <laughs> That's the only thing Carl has to worry about? What time is the elevator show on in the morning? <laughs> it was 10, uh, 15. All right, uh, let's go to Tyler in Texas. Tyler, I know it's got to be a bad day for you, huh, my friend? You sound like a million bucks, Ronnie. Oh, thank you. Alabama, they're champions after UT. Uh, they call Alabama the Crimson Tide. They call me Deacon Blues. No big surprise there for you, though, was there, Fez? No, no. The way you saw Alabama take apart Florida in that SEC championship game, yeah, I had no doubt that they could do it to Texas. It was almost uh, anticlimactic because, you know, you're like, all right, you beat the champ. You're the fucking champ. Forget right, about yeah. it. Forget yeah. about any game. I mean, unless there was some... And then, of course, uh, when the quarterback goes out so early. Colt McCoy. Colt. The made-up name <laughs> of a University of Texas Longhorns quarterback. Uh, for Fez Watley <laughs> to make fun of your made-up name. The, mod <laughs> the modern-day Nostradamus. Maybe yeah. Fez Watley should be the Golden Orphan. I don't know. Because I'm not getting any kind of... I was raised like one. I'm not getting any kind of great picks out of that Chris Tanley over there. <laughs> After fantasy football, I'm just done. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, you and Mooch tried as hard as you could. You put all your fucking players together, you prick. No, I, I, I didn't help anyone but myself. Sure you didn't. Bullshit. Mooch. Yeah. Oh, liar. Yeah, it's... Be like the Giants playing the Cowboys, but we're bringing the Jets' defense on to help them. Well, that would be awesome. Mooch, I'll give you Chris Johnson. You give me a sock full of roaches that you're ready to fucking throw out. I bet the Chad roaches. Palmer for George. I know Palmer. you will. You're still twisting matches around them like it's 1973. <laughs> Let's break them up. Roll a nice roach joint. Speaking of 1973, uh, this Sunday night on RBI, Ron Bennington interviews Peter Frampton, 
Chubby Checker. And then we're going to play. I, uh, can we finally play the craziness that is Bill Cosby and Cosnerati or whatever the hell he calls his finally, band? Finally, like two months later. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <It's> insane. <laughs> Just insane. Bill Cosby's here. He doesn't want to talk comedy at all. <laughs> oh. um, Osbox fans on 202 Friends is saying Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings announce a new album. Well, I'm going to announce this. I'll be listening to it. All right. Yeah. So I just, don't, I just don't have Fez Watley as my source. I got him all over the place. You only need one. Um... Here is uh, Paul. Paul, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. It sounds like uh, Fez Bar might be kicking into action right now. It just kicked. I can feel it go. <laughs> How long has that been? I took it at 25 after, so less than 10 minutes in. So uh, this was like being on a plane with Fez? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where all of a sudden it's like... Like not, my head feels like a little extra heavy. Uh huh. Well, it is. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> like it's being inflated. That is a thick head. That yeah, you're rocking. <laughs> yeah, and there's a little bit of sereneness washing over me like a big wave. All right, that one big just got to me. <laughs> that one fucking got to me. I feel great now. <laughs> I feel like a I'm feeling like he's got a fucking little pillbox over there like a grandma filled with those sticks. <laughs> and this water Ooh. just tastes so good all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah, I can feel it. The modern-day Nostradamus, Fez Watley. He's entitled. Maybe right. it's the Zanx that helped him with the pick. You never know. Look, this, first of all... Maybe, maybe Fez like a Hunter Thompson, you know? <laughs> here's, He's never known it. Dave, here's what happened. <laughs> it sounded like a crazy idea. We made all these big moves. Putting Leno back where he belongs sounds insane. But it was still the most logical answer. <laughs> All right. It was the All most right. logical thing to do. <laughs> All right. Three we want to save a network, don't we? Avi. Avi in Jersey. You're on my face. Hi, Avi. Hey, buddies. How you doing? Hey, yeah. Fezzy. Yes. I'm worried about you, man. Two milligrams is a large dose of Xanax. What are you, a fucking... You know what? Sew up your vagina. <laughs> No, no, no. dose no. of fucking Xanax. Bullshit. Tic-tac. Call up Martha Stewart. <laughs> What's that mean? Chicks. Chick radio? Chick radio. Fez is a man. He can handle two milligrams. I say he goes for four. By the way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all so, right. Uh, what's what's on your mind today? Um, well, my home stay in New Jersey, even though it was sponsored by Bruce Springsteen, please, please push the gay thing through. Voted 20 Is that a penis? The gay thing? <laughs> um, the bill, I should say. 20 to 14, New Jersey State Senate defeated a bill that proposed legalized gay marriage. And everyone thought, a lot of people thought it was going to go through. Now, it, what, it, was New that Jersey. ever up as a popular vote in New Jersey? Wasn't no, no, up no. as a popular vote. State Senate. What they wanted to do was take it to the state assembly. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the assembly said, we'll look at it, but we want the Senate to go first, yeah. which is out of protocol. Mm -hmm. But the Senate went first and voted it down. Right. So now the assembly has no blood in their hands. They right. They don't like, have to deal with it now. And so it's just, I, I hate to say it, but I think gay people need to move on from the, the, from the marriage thing and find, find a new battle. What should they fight? What should the new battle be? I don't know. Put gay people as head coaches in the NFL. <laughs> there isn't any. The blacks always go for that. Yeah, I know. Shit, so. Wouldn't the blacks be mad if you start to see a lot of gay coaches? I guess we'll just punt. 
Here's Carson from <laughs> Queer Eye. And Let's just constantly punt. <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> uh, so New Jersey, uh, a fairly liberal state. Yeah, speaks, really. Fez. And, and I hate to say it, but... Dave's probably right. Move on. Well, the Senate vote did not match, uh, you know, the popular poll that's out there, where uh, the latest poll shows it's slim, but the latest poll shows most of New Jerseyans in favor of gay marriage. It's a blue state. But it wasn't getting through the state assembly and the state senate, the legislature. because like you said, it's slight, it's not obvious. Why should anybody fucking risk their career on it? That's what it comes down to. These fucking politicians don't give a shit about anything but getting reelected. And for whatever reason, the uh, gays don't know how to organize properly. They just don't no. know how to get the fucking vote out. Um, we got a little update here, Fezzi. And Spy report. Spy report. Mafia Life Chris, if you've been following along with his Twitter, uh, you are finding out that last night his uh, beautiful young bride... Uh, went into labor. So let's check in with Mafia Life Chris. Chris, what time did you get to the um, hospital last night? Uh, around 4. About 4 at, o'clock. At this, at this point, it's like uh, 4 could be 2, well, 2 could be 6, but around there sometime. So, it's, uh, it's an amazing thing. I, I couldn't sleep. I mean, last time I spoke to you, I said I was Superman, and it's true, and, uh, and the adrenaline's going crazy. And but it was a long process. Twenty-two hours later, I finally caught a sleep, maybe an hour ago, and I just got woken up to a whole bunch of machinery. Everyone scrambling, and apparently uh, Chrissy's uh, contractions were going nuts, and uh, these and tools are being put on the table because the room that they gave us was is, is like a hotel room. It's the birthing room. It's the right. You know, it's it's everything, and uh, I think she's ready to go. So nothing yet, but the contractions are starting to happen. Well, she she had them slightly. They gave her one medication to uh, loosen up, soften up the cervix. I had one of those this morning. Soften up the cervix is something I never want to hear. Seriously, the cervix like, nice and hard, tenderizing meat. <laughs> Seriously, that's why it's supposed to take twelve hours. To uh, dilate, and it turned out it took six hours. So once she was three centimeters, they uh, stopped that medication, and they gave her the uh, um, uh, pain thing in the the back. epidural. The epidural. Oh my God, I felt so bad for her, but she took it like a champ. Uh, yeah, but that slows things down again. Yeah, so it slows things down, and then we had a good ten-hour lull where all of a sudden we're like, "What happened? Where are the contractions?" Right. They gave her another medication. Uh, that kicked it up a little more, and when she was five uh, centimeters, they 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 manually broke her water, and they say they they picked. Now was that a union job? <laughs> I don't know. They told everyone to get out of the room and uh, give us some sleep, and you know, told me to take take my chance to take a nap. I couldn't sleep. I finally woke, uh, took a, a one hour nap. I woke up to commotion. So. I'm, I'm assuming she's going to have the baby. I ran out just to call you guys to let you know what's going on. All right, Chris. 
And, uh, There's a lot oh, of dungeon down there right dingy. now. And plenty of dungeon. Oh, guys, sweating bullets with the dungeon. Dungeon with the epidural dungeon. Dungeon. Vagina dungeon. A lot of, of dungeon was softening up the cervix. Tools. The, tools. It, it was too dense before. Way too dense. Machinery. Terminator yeah. do. <laughs> well, congratulations and uh, best of luck there, buddy. Thank now, you so much, uh, man. Mafia Life, Chris, I noticed on one of your Twitter posts, you put some video of Chrissy knocked out from the epidural. Is she going to appreciate that when she comes around? That's way beforehand what I can Jesus and cannot put on the Internet. The progress is fine. No pictures of the baby. No pictures of the baby. All right, Chris. No pictures. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. Take care, my friend. Not going to share my bride and joy. With anybody. Big day. There's got to be a better way. Big day. It was like a jiffy loop for, for my uh, wife and myself. <laughs> Spit it out like a watermelon seed, huh? Yeah, it was great. No? A lot to be said for... Hmm. <laughs> what, what was that? What do you <laughs> mean? I'm just saying, a lot to be said for that. For what? That's a luckier it, way to go. Was, yeah. The drugs worked, and she was a very healthy person. Mm -hmm. uh, Pete in San Francisco, you're on Run Fez. All right, so here's the deal. I got a buddy at NBC, and I remember when the whole Jay Leno thing says, I'm retiring, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not coming back, and all of a sudden he said, okay, I do want to come back. NBC was screwed because they'd already given the show to Conan, right. and Conan had a clause in his contract that said, if they screwed him and gave it to somebody else, similar to the whole uh, Leno Letterman thing back in the day, that if he didn't get it, they had to pay him out like $50, $60 million. Right. So the situation is, the reason why Conan's getting to keep the moniker of The Tonight Show is because he has to keep that or else he gets the 50 or 60 schmill. Yes. So that's the only, we yeah, all know that reason. for fucking uh, a year now. Yeah, I know, but I mean, that's the whole reason why they're putting yeah. it back. Leno Show will still say the Leno Show. And the other thing is, too, is with Fallon. Fallon's got a clause in his contract that he has to stay within a certain half hour of his time slot as well. But I don't think anyone gives a shit about that show because it's horrible right from the get-go. Oh, uh, yeah, but I think he's done okay for himself. And, uh, you know, obviously he doesn't have as much pressure on him as the other guys. But it seems like NBC is uh, extremely happy with with Fallon. But they never gave those guys the fucking the crown. As soon as they moved fucking Leno down at 10 o'clock, it negated what, what the whole fucking Tonight Show brand yeah. ever was. They screwed themselves. Yeah, they did. They, they tried really did. to have too much, and because of that, they had not enough. They got they got a fucking two-man boat there, and they got three fucking guys sitting in it. It's ridiculous. It was. And, they, I mean, it, all, all because they didn't want to make dramas, I guess. Well, they didn't well, want they, anyone going anywhere else. Yeah, they, didn't, they were afraid if Conan went across the street because he was younger and long-term that would hurt. Then they were also afraid that Jay Leno would go across the street. So they they just fucking had uh, too many slots, and they didn't get anybody to pull an A-Rod and move to third base like a fucking gentleman. Right. No one ever brings that up. No. You know, everyone always says how selfish A-Rod was, but he moved over to the third, and you never heard him fucking bitch and go, you know, I'm a natural fucking shortstop. He never made any excuses about it. No, he's considered a third baseman now, but he was a gold glove shortstop. Yeah, it's fucking... Uh, it's fucking crazy how much that kind of thing helps everybody. Just if a guy does the right fucking thing without constantly making excuses.
And this time, of course, what did they do? Everybody constantly uh, made excuses. Mm. Cliff in Boston, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddy. They were saying on, uh, I think it was TMZ last night, that Conan has the option to leave the Tonight Show and they won't penalize him for going to another network and then they would just give Jay the, uh, the full hour and a half, for full hour. Oh, that's fucking... Um, yeah, I, I'm sure this thing is going to uh, play out a, a little bit. Here's uh, Andy. Andy in Ohio, you're on Run Fest. Yeah, I'm wondering why the affiliates don't... Uh, or why, why the network doesn't put pressure on the affiliates to change their game plan a little bit. Uh, in Cleveland, for instance, Fox News, uh, or, or our Fox 8 channel, they go on to their local news at 10 o'clock. And really, how long do we need for local news? I mean, well, we that, there's money more. locally. That's the only way the affiliates make their money. It's the only thing that they have is that now Fox never had a real network for a lot of years, so there's a lot more play. But everything at CBS, ABC, and NBC has basically been a 50-year fucking grid, mm -hmm. probably even longer now, probably a 60-year grid. So they don't really like to change those things. Um, here is uh, Johnny. Johnny, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's up, buddies? Hey, man. Yeah, I heard the real reason that they're really keeping Leno on is those those dramas, the Law and Orders. They cost a million dollars an episode, where Leno only costs under a hundred thousand. But I think it's just I think NBC is just trying to soften up the cervix. Um, well, the thing is, they've already went back and they're planning all these fucking dramas. So everything that they were talking about before, uh, they're going to do. They're, they're, they're going to go back and do it because not only does it make money at that 10 o'clock spot, but then it makes money for their fucking affiliates for their news. So, uh, I, you know, this it's almost like sitting here playing fantasy football with this shit. <laughs> but really, somebody at NBC needs to be fucking fired. All of them. And none of them are in fucking trouble. Right. You know, uh, none of those presidents and vice presidents seem to be in trouble. It's like, what the fuck's with Conan? <laughs> What's his fucking problem? Hopefully we'll get another, uh, maybe a late shift part two oh, out of this. One is needed. And then you can make the movie and have Mr. Bob Balaban play the head of NBC again. Warren Littlefield? Awesome. All right, yeah. But who would play Conan? Conan, uh, I think you gotta go Caruso. <laughs> what? Who else? <laughs> Only based on red hair. We can't fucking dye somebody's hair. Well, he's also gigantically and, tall. Okay, how about, how about this? Vince Vaughn with red hair, but would he look weird? What about um, Bill Walton? Um, but here's who I... Here's who I <laughs> Axel Rose. Walton's in. Thomas I'm already going with Walton. <laughs> and then Jimmy Terrifying. Fallon could be played by himself. It would be easy enough. He's that got time. Cool. Jay Leno, I don't I think Chris Kattan for Jimmy Fallon. I think Why? Because they did the same show? Jay, I, I just think it's a similar look. I think you could get uh, Paul Giamatti for Jay Leno if you put a wig on him. Paul Giamatti, Jay Leno. First of all, Paul Giamatti shouldn't be able to even be booked on Jay Leno anymore after what he's done <laughs> oh, with his career. He's still a good actor. When they did the late uh, shift movie, they yes. had to find an actor and put a big giant prosthesis chin on him. Yeah. They couldn't find like a big enough chin actor. Sergeant Slaughter wasn't available. Uh, and the chin that they put on the guy was much too large. What, you think the rest of us don't know it's Leno unless there's a giant chin? It's not that fucking big of a deal. It was, it was Rocky Dennis time. Yeah, it was it's fucking... Like, this doesn't the look guy real. couldn't even turn his head. Yeah. It looked like he had a fucking helmet on. 
And then they copped out with having Rich Little an impersonator do Giant Carson. Yeah, that's I cheating. was like, come on. That's true. Because then now you might as well fucking put Dan Carvey and everyone else. Did you ever read the book, though? Yeah, I love the book. The book is fucking terrific. The book is amazing. The movie was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was stupid. Because, I mean, Letterman still talks about to this day about the red wig that they had the guy. Because Letterman doesn't like, wanted to be considered redhead. He's like, I was a blonde. But that guy uh, who played Letterman did a good job. Well, I mean, that was the first time I saw him before then he started to make all the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, he's great. He's hysterical. I can't even think of his name. Does anybody know his name? No, Michael St. Higgins. Michael Higgins. Really? I thought I thought Michael Saint Higgins was in Spinal Tap. <laughs> I may be combining <laughs> characters. Yeah, David Saint Hubbins. Yeah, I was right there on it. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, you're on the Run Fest show. Hi. Uh, we just have Bradley Cooper from The Hangover play Conan. Yeah, I guess uh, Bradley Cooper could do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to see. I'm ready for a new book, though. I want to see everything that's behind there. I think it would be a lot of fucking fun. John Michael Higgins is the name of that actor. I like, what did you call him, Bradley St. Higgins? <laughs> mm-hmm. Something. Um, here is uh, Chris and PA. You're on my fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I got a radio psychic. All right, I'm ready to do another one. Radio psychic. Because we've got a radio psychic here. While on Xanax, Fez finally reveals his secret. Uh, here is... Um, Bill in Georgia, you're on Fest. Hey, morning, guys. Fez, I heard you starting to slur your words there. Maybe you should shotgun one of them Budweiser to stabilize yourself a little. We have him available if he needs to. Um, but you know, no, I don't think he wants to mix. Okay. Fez doesn't exactly um, swim in the deep end of the pool. He's more of a shallow end. Well, it's also pretty early. We got like three hours. Want a Budweiser fest? <laughs> he's, now he's just sitting here. I'm thinking what if I wanted a Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. he's got no, a, you don't want a Budweiser. He's got kind of a Bob, Bob Geldof from Pink Floyd, the, the wall look on him right What's now. What's happened, Fez? Yeah, it's just uh, really slowing me down. The thought you're process. You're talking really, really slow, too. Am I? Yeah, really slow. Yeah, it's uh, the whole process Speed feels it up, like please. it's slowing Speed it down. Up. Speed it up. Yeah, well, I'm trying to talk a little bit faster. Still very slow. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, I've been feeling the Xanax for probably about 20 minutes now. You said that two times in a row. Wow, Fez. Mm. Yeah, it's in there, and it's working. It's in the bloodstream. You said that. Still? Still. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It's the Ron Fez Show. Fez Watley's here with us today. Is there home? Yeah, I like it's starting to feel a little heavy. What is? And the tongue seems a little slower. Like I'm tripping over it. It affected me a lot sooner what, than I thought it would. What break is this? Well, we're coming up on the top of the hour break. How many breaks have we had? Two? 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. This is a nice song. Xanax time on the Run of Fez show. Medication time. Medication time. 
Uh, there is a very prestigious, prestigious uh, website called Elizabeth's uh, Midwestern uh, blog. She knows all the best food to have in Chicago, and she picks her best ten best foods in Chicago. Of course, she's going to throw in stuff like uh, the Three Little Pigs Sandwich, Silver Palm, mm. the Steamed Pork Buns, and uh, coming in here, and I'm very proud to say it, the Ron Bennington Cupcake. The Ron Bennington Cupcake. Hurrah! Uh, that would be really good right now. And seriously, out of everything that we, you know, and there's been a lot of awards and a lot of acclaim for the cupcake, as well as everything that happens at Molly's. But to get it from Elizabeth's, mm -hmm. forget about yeah. it. That's yeah. that's as big as it gets. As big as it gets. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And come over and look at this picture, uh, Dave. Because she kind of doesn't show your eyes because she wants to stay, uh, you know, kind of oh, mysterious. Yeah. She's a looker. She's very, very attractive. Sexy. Very sexy. And that also goes to show you that you can eat really great food and not have to, you know, look like everyone else in the Midwest. Right. She keeps herself down. She's eating the good stuff. It's good. Um, here is uh, Dan. Dan in Missouri here on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I'm really worried about Fez. I uh, hope somebody's going to take him home. My wife takes that stuff and just, it just flat knocks her right out. Well, you know what knocks me out? The fact that I pulled off this Leno prediction. All right, Ron, you're right in my face. You're face to face. It's a little close. It's a good looking face. It's very weird. Sometimes she has hallucinations too. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Fez Watley, let's do a break here. Do you have a live read to do, or how many live reads you got today? Yes, I do. I have a uh, Steven Singer Jewelers live read to do. Go ahead. Uh, does your sweetheart own a pair of pajamas? Has she ever gotten a big bouquet of dicks? All about a box of man nipples. How about that? Or maybe a stuffed dick. These are all good gifts, but hasn't everyone received these before? Not with Steven Singer Jewelers. You want something different, unique, one of a kind? Something that says, like, I like fucking her in the ass? Here's the perfect time. Imagine this. A long stem rose picked at the peak of its beauty and dipped in 24 pure 24 karat gold. Just like a live rose, petals are pussy red, the leaves are green, and the stem and all the edges are bright yellow, shiny clit yellow, and it's absolutely beautiful, a magnificent work of art. Now, this is shipped to your door for come. It's in a beautiful gift box that has your own personalized message of loved and closed. You might think, how many thousands of semen is this shit going to cost me? Just $59. Only 59 bucks for the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Go online at IHateBrianSinger.com or on the phone. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
IHateStevenSinger.com or on the phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Or in the uh, in Philadelphia, on the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, this is the best Valentine's Day gift ever. A free long stem cock dipped in pure 24-carat tits for what? only 59 cunnies. Go to IHATESTEVENSINGER.COM now. Assholes. That's, that's IHATESTEVENSINGER.COM. Mm-hmm. I'm just going by the copy I was handed. Um, we'll take a break. It's around for the show. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding. It's like an orange on a toothpaste. You gotta give the boy a complex. Oh, that's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Heed! Move! It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The experiment is on Fez Watley is doing his airplane Xanax. And how you feeling, Fez? I'm feeling really, really loopy. Yeah, this is uh, less than an hour since I've taken the Xanax, mm -hmm. the full two milligrams, and I am feeling like... Fingers are going numb. My head feels a lot heavier. It's just a very odd feeling. Stevensinger.com, Fez Watley. Mm-hmm. Stevensinger.com. You know, the thing is... 866 Ron Excuse me? With Steven Singer uh, Jewelers? Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, with Steven Singer Jewelers... There's, there's uh, what happened in the game last night? The game last night that was uh, Texas Steven against Alabama.com. Stevensinger.com. Yeah. So what happened with Stevensinger.com and the game last night was, um, you know, here's the thing: with Valentine's Day coming up, does your sweetheart own a pair of pajamas? Mm. Have you ever fucked her on a gumball machine but, while your parents took Polaroids? Hmm? These are all good gifts, yes. But hasn't anyone ever received these before? Is this new copy? This is the copy I have for Steven Singer Jewelers. And last night, at what point did Colt get out of the game? Was he knocked out of the game? Oh, it was early in the game. It was probably early first quarter. Also, a uh, big update here. Mafia Life Chris... Uh, about to have that Mafia Life baby. Nurse just checked. Same old. Five centimeters dilated. Dilated. So she broke her water. Nice. 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 Five denimeters. You know, I, I will say this about Chris. I have never seen anyone so happy to be a dad. Normally the mother is excited. 
the you know the new grandmother's excited. I've never been around an excited dad before. Yeah, I was dying of nerves, just yeah. dying. And what's weird? Yeah, you're normally yeah. you're like Jesus Christ. And what's weird is that they told him to get out of the room, but they made me stay and be one of the nurses because they were short-staffed. I never heard him ever telling the father to get out of the room. Yeah, right. That's yeah. the big fucking thing. He must be acting like a fucking, <laughs> I hate to say it, guffone, because uh, they never tell the dad to leave. Yeah. I would have loved to have been told to go out. I'd have been loved to told to go take a nap. I know. Well, I, the obstetrician's uh, trying to concentrate, and he's getting shown mob candy magazines. Well, why not? You see this? It's got everything. <laughs> give me a can. Perch. Give me a magazine. You got diamonds. You got candies for sale. Exclusive interviews. Armand de <laughs> Four-page spread. Uh, I think you're very familiar with Big Pussy Bompadero. <laughs> he's my cousin, Samantha Conciliero. She's the... Mouth candy month of the May. I'll tell you though, there is something about you know babies make me nervous. But last night I was having a cigar out in front of my house, and somebody was walking down the street with their little girl. Right, the kid had to be about two years old, and she's walking down the street with a hockey stick. And I just think to my, you know, not like a doll baby, or she has to take a little hockey stick with her wherever you go. I'm like, kids kill me. They're just the funniest things in the world. Like, you couldn't go around. Like, if you like, hey, I like this hockey stick, they wouldn't let you go everywhere you want with it. But when when you're a kid, they're like, yeah, the hockey stick makes her happy. Yeah, it's even stranger that they love adult items. My daughter loves drumsticks. So she looks like a little Keith Moon. And she, she uh, we have colorful fluorescent bullshit toys. When, when my uh, daughter was younger... Uh, there was somebody, I don't know, like an uncle or something, who had a champagne bottle phone. All right? <laughs> so it was a champagne bottle phone. She loved that thing so much. She used to carry it around. Finally, he said, Let's keep it. She named it. Was going everywhere. She was walking around with a champagne <laughs> bottle. And it was a phone. And she she treated it like it was a don. I'm like, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. <laughs> Kids literally kill me. I look at them, and I, I, they just crack me up. To me, my favorite thing in the whole world is a kid will just come over, hand you... It doesn't even have to be your kid. They'll hand you a book as if it says, you know, you know what to do with this thing. <laughs> Story time. Yeah. Here They'll I just am. hand you a book. And I'm like, I'll just take it from them. I'm going, you think this interests me? I read novels. Yeah. All right, Dr. Steve just fucking sent me a book on physics, meeting the conscious mind. You think I care about Goodnight Moon? I'll fucking get up here. I'll read you Goodnight Moon. Then you can do voices. Yeah, you gotta you do like a little voice. And they already know how the story's gonna end, but they act like they're fucking like, oh my god. I like any little kid that will just for some reason bang his head into a wall. And enjoy it. Not hurt himself. He's just got something on his head and he's running it into a wall. Like don't know if I'm all that uh, familiar with that, but I'll say, yeah, I would like that, too. Little baby Ted Bundy. That sounds like a little retarded kid. <laughs> Any kid who does that is a retarded kid. Uh, you didn't finish the Steven Singer spot fest? No. I mean, I'm glad we're doing Xanax Day. Right. But it can't affect business. I mean, first things first. Business. Yeah, we uh, have Steven Singer Jewelers. Mark in Michigan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies, I understand you have a psychic in the studio today. Oh, yeah, I was, uh, Ben wondering... Watley, Radio Psychic. Mm-hmm. I was wondering who the uh, most famous celebrity to die in 2010 would be. 2010? 
We're probably going to have a little bit of a relapse and lose a Britney Spears. Fezzy, why are you doing that in the middle of a live read? Yeah, I got to get this live read done. Let's see here. We're, we're picking up Matt on the copy. Matt see you're on run of Fez. Hey, what's the rumpus, Ron? What's the rumpus, my friend? I, uh, I like uh, when I babysit my nephew and uh, I read him stories, I'll try to uh, skip pages. To get to the end, and he busts me every time, little rascal. I know I've done I've done that before, and they all live happily ever <laughs> after. No, no. Uh, and then I'll also try to put my name in it. And then Ron Bennington slayed the dragon. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It says it right there. Uh, David in Connecticut, you're running Fez. Hey boys, how are you? I'm okay. Fez is having problems with reads today, and apparently, want to just blow them off and just not do them? We'll do them. We'll double up on Monday. No, I could do this. Double down on Monday. Well, you haven't gotten through. Uh, David in Connecticut, you're on run of Fez. Had a good one the other day. I was making dinner. My daughter goes over and she goes, "Hey, Daddy, look, this is horny." Obviously, caught my surprise. So I see she's playing with a toy unicorn. I was like, "Oh, how'd you come up with that name?" She goes, eh, "It's just horny." That was a good one. Yeah, they're going to take her away from you. you got to be very, very careful around kids. Very careful around kids. Your daughter's coming into the right age. And I saw yeah, Beanie, I saw Beanie reading great. to her when you showed me that. Uh, Where'd yeah. you have it? On your phone? Yeah, it was on my phone. And again, here's Beanie. You know she reads at a much higher fucking level than this. It's not so much for her enjoyment. Right. The kid forces you to do something. Yeah, and my, my daughter loves... She doesn't allow us to say the end when you close the book. She's the one who likes to say it, but she still can't really formulate the words yet. So she goes... D D, <laughs> as if she's actually but in her head. She's saying the end, right? You know, it's the fucking. You best. know what? I got news for you. That kid of yours might be French. <laughs> now, did Stan the man get out of the hospital yet? He did uh, last night. Uh -huh. He was discharged. Um, you know, they're gonna put him on medicine, and hopefully, the medicine takes. And if the medicine doesn't take, he's going in for another surgery. Do you which... know what the medicine is supposed to do for him? Urethromycin is supposed to... See, he's having problems. They said he has a bad digestive system. He can't exit it. Shit can't exit. So as I said yesterday, it's coming through. The urethromycin is supposed to, I think, open up the digestive tract to allow the food to pass through him easier. And that's Instead the Instead of taking him to a doctor, take him to an accountant. Have him work it out with a pencil. <laughs> or take him to Steven Singer Jewelers and at IHateStevenSinger.com. You want something different, unique for this Valentine's Day? There's nothing like frothing cocks that shoot into salted cunts. Fezzy, what? you've done that before the break. You've already done the Steven Singer. I'm going to apologize here. Normally it's a very professional show. Mm -hmm. but, I, but you took something today, Fez? Yes, I, I, I took uh, uh, my two milligrams of Xanax. Now, I noticed that the left arm is now curled up and you're just touching your fingertips. It almost looks like the left arm doesn't work at all. Mm. Yeah, I have fingertip sensitivity right now. Got a Kaiser Soze type of feel to it right now. What are you fucking reading, Pretzel Man? <laughs> this, is the, this is the copy I was given for Steven Singer Jewelers. Says we did it before the last break. You right. You want to do one of your other... Uh, do one of your other spots. Steven Singer done. Put it like a check mark, like yay. Oh, okay. By the way, Steven Singer's amazing, amazing. We ought to try to get him to come in someday. I, I know about PennyStockChaser.com. 
the slight uh, the site that emails slut hot stock alerts and daily notices on up and coming farting companies. All right, Fez. This website became a massive fuckstick in 2009 with over 100,000 loyal members worldwide following the free dick sucks. In All right, Fez. What? You know. No amount of Xanax doesn't let you know if the guys are fucking with you a little bit. And, you, and you're making a mockery out of something I care about, mm-hmm. and that's the spots. Um, can I do my show? Yes. Yeah. Bob in Buffalo, you're on Fez. Uh, let's move on, Ron. You're on the uh, you're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, I don't know if it's wrong to say, but maybe little Stanley's taking after his father, and how Dave doesn't like to release his own feces, where he eats them back up after he shits them out. That happened once, uh, Patty. You're time. on the Ron Fez show. One time. God. Yeah, hi, uh, Ron. I think you better cut Fezzy off. He's making me nervous. I got to take a pill. Um, Fezzy, let's check. I hand-eye coordination. I'm okay. Catch pens. All right. Ow, that went in my eye. Oh, for right. one. Stay, stay on top of it. Right. I'm just gonna follow it in. Catch it. Ow. Oh, for two. You really can't catch it all now. No. Oh, Ow. For three. Right. That was left. another one off the head. Ow. Oh, for four. Chest. Can you catch the cup? Sure. Ow. Oh, for five. All right. That didn't work so well. David, Michigan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, I'm a little concerned. I know Xanax sometimes has a side effect. Has, it, it's hard to interpret what people are saying, so you carry it with the, with the face, and you have no more systems with the applesauce. I don't even know what that means. Sure you do, Fez. You were talking about it tomorrow with the apple at the care now. Makes sense. I'll Fez, like- you're missing a beat. <clears throat> yeah, I am. But I'm just doing the commercial spots with the copy Bro, I have been given. That's already done. Push it to the side. Uh, Mike, do you say you're on Fez? Hey, Fezzy, you feel a little loopy? Y- yes, I am. Maybe if you touch your dick now, it'll finally feel like someone else is doing it. Ooh-ah. Balloon Dad says that the Balloon Boy incident was not a hoax and that he was nevertheless forced to plead guilty to save his wife, Mahamahi, uh, from being be- being deported to Japan. So, Balloon Boy actually was in the balloons, after all. I love this man. And not upstairs in the attic. He's so yes. awesome. Even though uh, that with a balloon landed and we never saw Balloon Boy come out of it. Well, I mean, he's at least think, saying that it wasn't set up. Uh, at the very least, he's saying, well, okay, my son was in the garage, but it was not a set-up hoax. This guy should be should get a job for Vince McMahon tomorrow. If he can fucking hold this type of angle Why now. Why can't they just give him a UFO chaser thing? <laughs> I'd watch it. Fuck, I'd put, put this guy after Leno. Bump Conan back another half hour. That's really crowded in late night. I want Leno, Balloon Dad, Conan, Fallon, Carson, and then maybe me. I like uh, just nothing but Balloon Dad. <laughs> um, Balloon Dad for four hours. By the way, I'm looking over Elizabeth's. This may be the best picture of the Ron Bennington Cupcake. Come on over and take a look at this, Dave. Oh, jeez. Is that perfect? Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, have you, uh, people are always asking about what the uh, Ron Bennington Cupcake looks like. 
uh, you can go over to 202 Friends and check it out. There's a link on there. And if you want to leave uh, a comment for Lizard Bites. By the way, I don't know what this Farmer's Cheese Biscuits at Hot Chocolate. That looks unbelievable. Only the best, And then for some reason, there's a picture of a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Which, do you even have them around your day? Yeah, um, well, in New Jersey, I have yeah. them all over the place. There's one in Manhattan, I think, just opened up. They suck. Well, this is where... What? They own... They, <laughs> they open... Uh, uh, my chick loves this, by the way. They opened a Johnny Rockets around the corner from me on uh -huh. First Ave. And then upstairs is a sports bar with Johnny Rockets. So you can sit there and watch the game, have cocktails... Any Johnny Rocket burgers. That's awesome. I don't know what whether it was just that the, the like liquor license went along with it because I've never seen that. <laughs> That's before. amazing. And I'm like, this is like being a Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so you can get a beer. That's be awesome. <laughs> I want to go to this place. <laughs> well, let's go for the games this weekend. Okay. Oh, that's right. You work, right? Oh yeah, I work on Saturday, Saturday night. Fuck, I can't get liquored. That changes everything, man. I might get uh, drunk tonight, though. I was thinking. Stand yeah, now back. the stand's fine. He's back. Well, I'm not going to say he's fine. Well, hopefully this man's He's 100% takes. now. <laughs> he's back and ready to party. Take him out of your mind. He's 100% okay. fine. Okay. Fuck it. Uh, the TV uh, people at ABC said they decided to end the mystery series Lost because they ran out of ideas. <laughs> Don't tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't bode well for the season finale. I think just the opposite. <laughs> I think every show like that, if you have a story, you would run out of ideas. Why not try to do it in a timely fashion? The Godfather ran out of ideas eventually. <laughs> Star Wars ran out of ideas. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I they also said in addition to this that because we ran out of ideas, we had a lot of shitty episodes in, like, seasons three and four. Coincidentally, the seasons that some of us stopped watching. That's yes. when I stopped. I, I, I kicked yep. off at three. Dave has been begging me. Yeah. And I mean begging me for a couple of years to get back into it. And finally, I'm like, all right, if everyone's going to watch it this February, I missed a great season. I'm having a fucking blast watching these you're, shows. And you're going to love it till the v season finale is my favorite season finale Let of Let me Lost. say this, though. There's only one reason to watch that Lost, and that's Ben. Other than that, you're wasting your fucking time. I love that man, but I'm also a John Locke guy. Oh, who doesn't like John Locke? Locke and Ben, to me, are the start. And You've always been on Locke, ever since season one. Yes. But here's the problem with Locke, is like, he will be stupid sometimes, so he'll get duped. Ben's running the fucking show. Oh, yeah. I don't know what he's up to. I happen to think, if I'm if I was on that island, it'd be me and Ben, no matter what the fuck was happening. <laughs> I'm with him. you, Ben. And I love how many times Ben will say the character's name. Like, if he just says, like, let's go over there to Jack, he'll just be like, Jack, let's go over there, Jack. Jack, it changes everything, doesn't Jack. it? <laughs> what do you think's happening, Saeed? You don't do it, Jack. That's another way. Saeed's name. <laughs> Jack, comma, and then finish with comma Jack. Right. That's not good. But I think that's the actor. I don't think. But, I mean, that actor was on here, but our show. He and also, he's great. No, he wasn't. He called in. He did? Ben called in. He was, he, yeah. was, he was really nice. Michael he was, Emerson. He was nothing like the guy I thought. He was very cheerful and fun. Well, what hey, did you it's me, think? Ben. <laughs> hey, it's Ben. I don't know. I, was, I thought he was going like, to threaten Ron or do something weird. Ron, I want you to kill Fez now. <laughs> if you want all your friends to live, you will take this gun and kill Fez. 
Yeah, and a lot of the shit, like as it goes back, if you go back, a lot of stuff he did, he didn't even have to do. It wasn't as important, <laughs> right. some of the shit that he was doing earlier on. He just really likes playing people against each other. Have you seen... Um you know, he has a daughter on the show. I don't get I, I Just wait until I'm all caught okay. up. Okay. I just wanted to see where you I are. I know where I am with a daughter, but I don't know what you're going to fucking tell me. No, just, I didn't. What, what, what happened? Just, what? Uh, just, <laughs> okay. just fucking drop it. You have to be able to stop. All right. Okay. So good. Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says. That fucking Kate is still very attractive to me. Whoever said that she wasn't? She looks. She's the only one who looks exactly the same. Yeah. Well, I think some. Yeah, because Sawyer got, uh, gained at least fifteen pounds. Yeah, I know. From the from this season to from season one. I think Jack's had Botox. <laughs> well, the sideburns have. See, I never was a Jack guy because he's too. You know, he's too Batman. He's just like, what can I do to help? Just stop it. Just be like fucking Ben. I, I just hope that they turn Locke totally evil, is all I hope. Uh, here is a spy report that you were wrong about. Uh, Eric Mangini, the Manginius, is going to get another year uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Mike Holgram gave him the big thumbs up. What That's do you think? really surprising. Really surprising. And here's why. Favre hated Mangini, not so much for the type of personality that he was, but for the system that he ran, because it's totally different than the West Coast offense. And Mike Holmgren is a gigantic West Coast offense disciple, which is why he got along with Favre. So, I mean, well, he taught Favre the system. Now it's the only system Favre wants to run. I'm surprised that Holmgren would want a guy who runs a system totally opposite that he does. I maybe, think maybe Holmgren is not ready to make a move. And it's better to keep things moving along properly, you know, than just make a move for move's sake and suddenly even fall back a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it's much more simple. I think Holgram wants Mangini there because Mangini makes Holgram look thin. <laughs> well, he's definitely taller than Mangini. Um, the, the other thing is, I guess it's not necessarily a bad political move because if Mangini shits the bed again, second season, right. Holmgren can still claim, well, this isn't my guy. This is fucking Mangini. But if he turns around, he'll be the genius. So I guess it kind of is a no-lose-lose. It just doesn't help I'm when you keep surprised. going through fucking coaches, i.e. The, the Washington Redskins. Right. It just means that you're going to restart everything over and over. You, you have to really know what your move is or else you're going to be like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Who, they've left that coach in there. Yeah, Raheem Morris is going to coach again next season. Ridiculous. Rumor <laughs> there is the Bucks didn't put up enough money to get Bill Cowher to come out of retirement. That's their job. Yep. It's their job to put up the money. Uh, they're, the, the Bills are looking at Bill Cowher. But this is fucking frustrates me. If you own a team and you're not willing to spend as much as the other teams, then you need to fucking get rid of that team. Just say I don't have the money to run a fucking yeah. football team. So don't act like I want to make a profit off this. It's a fuck. That's like saying I want to make a profit off my speedboat. <laughs> it's supposed to be to go out and blow money. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. You basically, if for an owner, if you see a stadium and a bunch of players inside. Think of it as a pile of coke for you and your friends to snort. <laughs> Don't think of it as I need to be fiscally responsible. Well, that's be the way Jerry irresponsible. Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones is like that. Jerry Jones. Sure. If I lived in fucking Dallas, I'd probably end up loving that fucking um, 
flat-faced maniac. <laughs> and Steinbrenner was always like, spend money to make money. Because if you, you spend money on the right players and you have a good team, everyone will come. Now, do the Suns follow that? Because I think that's the problem in Tampa Bay. The owner is all laid up with a stroke. We don't see him anymore. And the kids are running the organization. I honestly thought he was talking about the Phoenix Suns. Sorry, I was confused for a second. but. Yeah. I was trying to follow. I see what you mean. The Steinbrenner sons are great owners. I'm I'm pleasantly did, surprised. Did they just turn around and win the fucking championship yeah. last year? Are they making fucking moves so they'll make the team even stronger? You can't say anything about those idiot rich boys. You gotta <laughs> love them. You gotta love what they've done for this uh, the city. What they've done for the Big Apple. All right, Fezzi. The uh, Xanax doesn't seem to have affected you at all. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Because I'm really feeling it. Do one of your reads. All right, we have pennystockchaser.com, the site that emails sluts hot stock alerts and daily notices on up-and-coming farting companies. This website became a massive fuckstick in 2009 with over 100,000... You've taken a Xanax. It doesn't make you stupid. I'm just going by the copy I was handed. They gave you stupid copy. Why wouldn't that even occur to you? Well, I didn't know if for some reason the, read it. the client wanted to make it edgy or something. Okay, go ahead and read it then. Now, in order to say fuck you, all right, that can't be right, to their members, uh, pennystockchaser.com, all right, that's not going to work, pennystockchaser.com, in the month of February, they are going to give away $21,000 worth of stock for Apple uh, computers. Now, isn't that crazy talk? Would they actually give that away? It's over. No, they. Uh, they Why have, would they? They have this price. If you sign up in January, you're just reading stuff that they gave you, and now we're going to be responsible for it. Well, this you, this I know is true. Well, why would why would you read the stuff you didn't know was true? Well, it was there, so I didn't know if things had gotten changed up. Now, pennystockchaser.com, if you enter into, uh, if you enter during the month of January, you are eligible for this grand prize that's going to be drawn on February 1st. 100 shares of Apple stock worth over $21,000. You got to sign up during the month of January to be part of this. So make sure you get in on there. Pennystockchaser.com, they make sure their members get hot stock alerts and they get the newsletters with all the up-to-date information and the hot picks that are going on in the penny stock market. So check them out at pennystockchaser.com. It just takes moments to sign up. You just submit your email address and you start getting the free newsletters. Penny Stock Chasers, individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Always invest wisely at pennystockchaser.com. Come gargling naked sluts, come buns three, coming in socks, come on Eileen, huge black cocks with pearly white cum, girls who crave cock, girls who crave cunt, met alone too, the KY connection, pink pussy lips, oh yeah, and uh, all holes filled with hard cock. Oh, wait a minute, uh, what was that called again?
All right, buddy, this is Ron and Fez show. Uh, Fez Watley walking around in the halls a little late coming back. Might have to add a half a stick to your Xanax game. Maybe. It was just a little, I guess it took longer than I thought to get down the hallway and back. You feel like you haven't uh, taken enough Xanax today? I could probably handle another half stick. What is the maximum you're allowed to do? Um, it's supposed to be those two millimeters a day at two the most. Two millimeters? That's a lot. That's a shitload. <laughs> yeah. You're fucked. What is that, like six yards? <laughs> right there, That's a party. But what I usually do, since that was too much for me, I kind of cut that in a quarter. So you were supposed to do a stick a day? That's what, yeah, that was originally given it to me, to take it at night, make sure it was in my system in the morning. Wouldn't you feel good about it now, though, like if you were like this every day? Um, it's a little confusing. It's a it's that fogginess feeling that I've talked about. Yeah. All right, half a stick it up. Uh, the Directors Guild's nominations are out right now, and what's been always interesting about that is whoever reads, whoever wins the Directors Guild, normally they will win the Oscar. Uh. And I'll, I'll read them off right now as if it was actually happening. James Cameron, Avatar. The ex-wife of James Cameron, Catherine Bigelow, The Hurt Locker. Now, by the way, has this ever happened before? Uh, husband and ex-wife? I can't imagine. I don't think so. I think it's only happened in baseball. It's the only time that's ever uh, went down that way. I mean, Diane Keaton's made some movies. Well, she was never actually Woody Allen's wife, so, yeah, no, I can't. But also both of them directing, not even, yeah. like, you know, acting. I know. Uh, Lee Daniels, Precious. Lee Daniels. Also known as the fatter, blacker Juno. Jason Reitman doing something his father never could do for Up in the Air. And coming in at five, and a pleasant surprise, Quentin Tarantino in Glorious Bastards. And, uh, and also RBI guest. And let me point out to all you people who said to me earlier this year, oh, you just mark out for Tarantino. Oh, this movie's not as good. You're just marking out for Tarantino. You just love Tarantino. Director's Guild nomination put up by the other directors. Unbelievable. Now, you look at this list. Um, Avatar, mm, you know, yes, is a beautiful to look at, but would they give that to him again? I don't know. I think he'll get votes. I don't think he can win. Mm -hmm. The Hurt Locker, Precious, might cross each other out. And uh, Jason Reitman, nice little film. Don't get me wrong. You didn't like it so much. No. You basically thought thought of it as a Cameron Crowe film, yeah. and when that happens, give them the Writers Award. That's <laughs> right. what they normally do. Yeah, you're a nice man. You made a nice little move, a movie, sideways, almost yeah. famous. That's the way I would put it. Put um, in that category. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Royal Tannenbaum's pick Bear. up the writer. Good. That could lead Quentin Tarantino of the upset of upset upsets 
if he ends up winning uh, the director's award for be Oscar. Could happen. It could. If you look at it mathematically, there's a good chance for some of these little films to bump each other out. I and think it's going to happen. I think it's definitely going to happen. Also, well, you, I, I would call you a fool, but look what you did with the Leno huh. thing. Exactly. I called the Leno thing. Leno going back to 1130, where he belongs. I'm picking Quentin Tarantino in the Director's Guild. Another half stick? Yeah, I'd better get another half stick. Leave him out. You know, Tarantino has won the Palme d'Or in, in the Cannes Film Festival. So, I mean, he has won some serious Many, prizes. many years ago. Yeah, no, Pulp it, was Fiction. Pul it was Pulp Fiction. And then he was ripped off. That's right, ripped off by that fucking hideous retard movie. Yeah. That, I don't know how anybody can still go back. I mean, talk about on further review. How anybody can sit there and watch Gump these days. I would like a box of chocolates. That's when I was friends with Lyndon Johnson. Shut up. I always, I, what I really hated it was, was when they would do the narrator and then it would actually, they would double up with but the script. Don't do the half stick yet, Fezzy. Wait until uh, like 15 minutes left in the show. Oh. I just took it. Okay. Oh, no. Shit. Fez Watley, Xanax King. The Xanax King. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you chewing on it? I ran out of drink, so I kind of had to take it half dry and half with an ice cube. Oh, okay. I understand. What are you drinking over there? You know, never drink Pepsi during the show. Why are you drinking Pepsi? When I take the Xanax, mm -hmm. something about the beverage of Pepsi-Cola tastes so damn good. When you're on Xanax, for some reason, sugar... Taste is it's like enhanced the tastiness of it. It's, it's amazing. You yeah. could have a box of cereal right. right now. That's right. You want to tell a junkie about a candy bar. <laughs> I don't know what it is about a junkie and a fucking peanut butter cup, but they fucking love them together. <laughs> My dad loved flan. It was very strange. He fucking loved it. Someone how fun, Yeah, how Cuban of him. <laughs> Let's go out for flan tonight. Very ethnic Irishman. <laughs> right, right at home at Solera's house. Yeah, man. Remember she made that for us that time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shooting up, doing flan. What's with the flan? It's fucking flan. <laughs> when did we suddenly go in this direction? Well, we're Americanizing the word. I didn't know. Let's not. Well, then let's call it yellow pudding. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> flan. Fezzy, what's going on with your, with your life? I don't want to just take a second to go... Uh, how's the real Fez Watley? I know you have, you're dealing with some stuff, right? Yeah, always dealing with some things. But you know what? And I never even fucking bring this up to you. You're such a fucking good guy. Aw. I, I wish you would have the fucking... I wish that you would have the life that you deserve and the, the life that you want. Thank you. That would be very nice to have. And I think, really, with this Leno victory, that's just... I, I don't you've know if you've through, seen it all through the papers. You've been, you've been through a lot, though, haven't you, over the last couple of years? Yeah, I've been through a lot. Yeah. Do you ever get to thinking about that, Dave, how much Fez has been through? Yeah, I do. I think about that a lot. You okay, buddy? I'm okay. I mean, I'm getting there. Dave, I, I want mean, you to do this. Do you care about Fez Watley? Do you yes, love him? Yes, I do. Go over and give him a hug, because that okay. guy never gets... I mean, when's the last time you had a good hug, Fez? Oh, it's been forever since I've had a good hug. Go on, I can't it. even remember. Yeah. It might have been a grandparent or something. Mm. It's been that long. There you go. That's a good hug. That's a hug. Let I me get... You, you know what, Dave? You smell Come good on. today, Dave. I, I put on deodorant for once. <laughs> Let me out of there. Let me give him a hug. Oh, okay. now... Oh. That's our Fez Watley. That's a nice Thank hug. Thank you. Hey. That's a nice How you hug. doing, Fez? That's a good hug. 
I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Yeah. I'm getting there. That's pleasant. But that's a nice hug, and I appreciate it. Oh, God, I heard a song that reminds me so much of you. What's that? Um, it's a song called One Man Guy. And, uh, you know, I Fez? Yeah, I'm okay. What's bothering you today, buddy? Just thinking about everything? Yeah, thinking about everything. That was a nice, very sentimental moment for me. Um, what, which, which version do you have, though? Uh, London Wainwright. Do it by his son. Do it by Rufus. Rufus has got a copy. Don't have the Rufus one in here. Come on. What the You're fuck got is wrong? to be wrong? kidding me. Hold on. Because this song reminded me so much of Fez Watley. And it's got to be sung by Rufus, who's really one of the greatest song, uh, so, uh, singers of all time. And the song was written about... No, that's not Rufus. That's not Rufus. I know, I know. Why, why don't we have stuff that we need here? What do we have to do? Do you want a live version? Is it by Rufus? Yeah, it's by Rufus. I want you to listen to this song, Fez, and I want you to pay attention to the lyrics. I know you don't like lyrics. Sure, they're hard for me to understand sometimes. But you gotta... Um, Dad, go ahead and play it out just a little bit. But listen to the lyrics here. And this, I heard this song the other night, and I just thought about my buddy Fez. It's about loneliness, and it's about a guy who needs maybe just what Fez needs. One man guy, our fetish, you know? <laughs> After the show, he's just off on his own. That's just me. In a one-man world. What's next? Hopefully not just be that one man going through life by himself. 
Who wouldn't love this guy? Lots of people. What's that? I mean, lots of people would love him. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't understand that. I know. That was me. What's that for It was um, Thursday. I had Chinese food. Did you share that? Just me. I just put it on my dinner tray. Watched some football by myself. Dinner tray for one? Dinner trays for two. Oh. Hopefully 2010 will be different. That would be nice. A little less lonely. I can't believe we can't get the solo version of this. It doesn't make sense to be singing One Man Guy with fucking four people. And I'd like to put that out to the Wainwright family. I know it's fun to sing together, but you have a nice, sad fucking song. It's like um, a three-man group. You know who's a big Rufus uh, Wainwright uh, fan? Jay Moore. Jay Moore picked him as his uh, song of the decade. I guess he did his own single song of the decade. By the way, it looks like Jay stopped Twittering, he said. Really? Why? Sad. He gets mad. Uh-oh, just like Miley. Now yeah. we lose Jay. Yeah, we're going to lose all the Twitterers I one know. at a time. Eventually the celebrities will smarten up. Well, uh, all the uh, people are mad at uh, Tila Tequila for mourning on Twitter. Her wifey, Casey <laughs> Johnson. I think it's... The, oh, that was at Summer Stage. Yeah. Right here in Central Park. I think the term wifey is what people must object to the most. Maybe that's what she called her. Well, she... Uh, it doesn't seem like she was actually at, as close with her wifey as she's letting on. Well, they were engaged. That's what she says. Except for... Um, but she's grieving online. She's grieving on Twitter. I don't see why it's any... Different than any other kind of grieving. Here's the thing, Fez. People don't respect the sensitive. And there's pain out there, and people just, they turn their back on it. I mean, you see along the highway all these markers where some loved one got killed, you know, and they put a f uh, cross out there or flowers. Is that what that's for? Yeah, I mean, and that's no different than what Tila Tequila is doing. It's public mourning. It's a public memorial. That's I feel all really, she's doing. I feel really bad because I remember pulling off the road once and pissing on one of those. <laughs> and now I feel like... Yeah, they're not rest stops. They're memorials. Vernon, you're in front of Fez. Hey, big man, we love you, Fez. We love you. Here's the entertainment, man. Thanks. We love you, big man. Is that enough for you, though, Fez? Is it the love of strangers that you need? No, something more personal. I mean, I appreciate Vernon's call, but, every you know, sometimes it's hard to feel. It's hard to take in. Hmm. And you've been bothered even coming back, you said, from vacation, right? Yeah. The house just feels lonelier. Yeah. I feel very lonely. Coming back. Everyone feels good with you. Everyone likes you. That's not enough for him, though. He's ready to grow up, and I'm very serious about this. Right. He's tired of living for you, uh, Dave. He's tired of living for you, Pepper. Okay. Why can't Why can't Fez Watley have a personal life? He can. I never stopped him. Why is he back in that fucking apartment? On Roosevelt Island. Roosevelt Island. Exile Island. Now you're running down a, 
a place that, you know. So do you call Main Street Exile on Main Street? He doesn't know fucking rock references. <laughs> the one-man guy. So then he wants to be a two-man guy. Mike, you're on Run of Fez. Hey, I just wanted to let you know he's not a little... All right, robot man. See, so there's a could, fucking he, there's a robot out there that loves you. He didn't think even enough to get a good phone to call. At least Voltron is happy though to be your friend. <sighs> I worry about you, Fez. Yeah, I worry about myself too sometimes. I didn't know that because you well, normally you're in here. You're so strong. I never even know what's going mm, on with you. Yeah, but so inside. I, I don't even think anybody knows how sensitive you are. I'm very sensitive. You are. But people think that you're not sensitive because you have a hard candy shell. Mm -hmm. Like a fucking M&M. Put on a tough exterior, I guess. You ever look out that window towards Manhattan, towards the big town, and think, is there somebody there? Is there somebody there? Sometimes when I look out that window, it just looks like the world's biggest ghost town. Like there's no one there for me. That's sad. Almost unfeasible. I mean, there's people walking around. Mm, not if you don't leave your house, though. What is the fear, Fez, of really getting out there and mixing it up? Like, I'm not going to be able to handle the responsibili responsibilities of real relationships. Then why don't you just try to, at the last second, turn your head to the left, jerk it behind you. I don't think anybody would complain about that. Still Fright coming. Huh? Still coming, whatever. <laughs> That's what I say. I hear these fucking... That's blunt. He, he is too blunt, isn't he? A little bit, yeah. Sorry. You don't need to work dirty. You're too fucking smart and funny for that. He's Mr. Personality. Do you want to fucking make it in this world, or do you want to work the dirty whole comedy club? Is that what you're after? I'll work the dirty holes. I don't I know. know. You will. I know you would. <laughs> he already the has. Fucking... Been working the dirty hole for right, two and a half years. An asshole. You fucking need to do that, Dave? Or no. maybe you and Sam do something with yourself. <laughs> I don't want to work in the dirty hole. Because you're a good man, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. that's the thing that, that people don't fucking get. No, yeah. Where's yours? Where's Fez's? That's all I'm looking for. Not a lot. Not a lot. Just something... Or someone to be just mine. Just for you. Yeah. Yep. I don't think it's a lot to ask for. It's not too much. Just some under control. It's a big world. Unlike that song where there's like, it's a small world. I think of that as a ride more than a song fucking ride came first they didn't fucking have a song and then oh let's build a ride <laughs> it went just the opposite okay or we'd be on the zippity doodah roller coaster Dan in Knoxville you're on my face hey I, I'm not want to like put a, like an end to his nice little buzz or anything but ain't nothing gonna happen different this year oh, than geez. last year unless he makes something happen Fez. See, there's the instead hate. Of sitting, instead of sitting you, around. You know what? There's the hate. You're not going to believe hate. Because, Fezzy, they see you as a rough, tough guy. You know, mm -hmm. quick-witted, sharp, 
self-assured the the guy you were on the radio right but underneath of it all there's somebody in there i don't know whether you're familiar with the inner child work you know heard of it yeah saying that we each carry our own child right. around in us it's still there and the child that you carry is tender and that's what people i don't think get sensitive sensitive yeah. kid you're a sensitive boy were you always Oh, cried all the time when I was a kid. What would make you cry? Just just about anything. Mm-hmm. Really. Just like screwing up as a kid. Messing up. Messing up, yeah. But here's the thing. If you looked at that little boy now, if you were able to walk up to him, what would you tell him? That it was not that big a deal. Even though it still feels like a big deal. Would you explain to him what a mess you were going to make of as an adult life? Like saying, if you think things are going now, bad now, at least you've got some people around you. I'm going to take you to a place where you sit in a fucking dinner tray by yourself eating the same meals every week. Next to a cat that doesn't really like you. I don't even think of that. Neighbors who think his apartment smells... So what? Like Let him smell. It was smell a couple of. It was. A f- you know what? Few kids on Halloween made why, some comments. Why don't you do this, Fez? Make up a fucking handmade sign that just says "Smell my shit" and put it on your door. <laughs> Fuck! If you make that in a T-shirt, I I'll buy one. I don't know if that violates my lease. Fuck! Fuck them. your lease. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Lease? Fuck them. Maybe you should hand out Xanax for Halloween next year. Don't let everybody get you down, Fezzy. You know what? What do you do besides give? I mean, every day, don't you come in here and try to make Dave's life a little easier? Sure. Pepper's life a little easier? I try. You're a giver. I appreciate it. Here's Khalib in Ohio. You're on my Fez. Hey, guys. Look, I've been listening to XM, all you guys on XM since you got there. So what? Um, Come on, Ron. Okay. Fez. You and I got a lot in common. You got a stent, I got a stent. I, I, I didn't understand your, your anxiety and all that till this summer. I went through some problems. I saw a therapist, and I understand you a little better. Man, you bring joy to me every day. She, you want to take this, Fez? I think he's trying to be nice. Or or drag you down. Drag you down to his no, level. No. Ron, Ron, you, you, are, you, are, you are a gift to Bronco. Uh, I see what you're, you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're, yeah, you're good for a guy with a stent. You're more. You're more you than You know, that. like the stent defines me. You got a library to do, Fez? Or both of them. Yeah, I got something here. I got Steven Singer. You already did that. Well, there was two um, today scheduled. Okay. StevenSinger.com. Let's see here. Does your sweetheart own a pair of pajamas? Have you ever fucked her on a gumball machine while your parents took pal- Polaroids? These are all good gifts, but hasn't everyone received this before? You want something unique, one of a kind, like frothing cocks that shoot into salted cunts. This copy can't be right. Here's the perfect thing. Imagine it wasn't. Imagine this. An older radio host puts his tongue lightly in your asshole while he commands you to hum the national anthem. What woman wouldn't like that, wouldn't you? Ship to your door for a bottle of snops. Well, actually, that's free. You can get the 
Long stem rose dipped in 24 karat gold just in time for Valentine's Day. So, how many thousands of dollars is this going to cost? No, it's not going to cost thousands of dollars. It only costs $59. 95 cents. $59 is all it costs from Steven Singer Jewelers in Philadelphia on the other side of 8th and Walnut. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com. On the phone, it's 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. And uh, ask for Harry and Stinky. A real long stem rose dipped in pure 24 karat gold for only $59. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com right now for this special offer for Valentine's Day. Steven Singer Jewelers in Philadelphia at the other corner of 8th and Walnut and IHateStevenSinger.com. Look who it is. It's our friend, Brazilian Julie. Hey, Julie. Hi, Mr. B. Hi, Fezzi. Hi, Julie. What's going on Hi. in the world of crazy pussy today? Well, I... <laughs> uh, let's skip that part. But I wanted to tell Fezzi he should break that lease, you know, get rid of that cat, start 2010 the right way, and get a nice apartment for himself in Chelsea. You know, just a really nice loft studio thing, you know? Can I tell you this, Fezzi? You're taking advice from a woman who yesterday twittered that she was completely wrong about the guy who broke her heart and that he had family problems and that's why he didn't get back to her and he called her now and she's ready to go run into him. Oh. Brazilian Julie, what did we talk about while you were in here? I'm not running anywhere. Oh, I'm yes, not running are. anywhere. Yes, you are. I'm in a dilemma right now. I'm in a huge dilemma right now because of that. But. What, what's your dilemma? Uh, let's just say there's another person. <laughs> Minaj? No, no, not a Minaj situation. More like a bad love triangle. All right, who's the other person? Uh, just another guy. I, you know. Another loser? Got Peruvian uh, not Joe. A, not a loser, not a loser. Great guy. Just kind of feel really bad. <laughs> Too good of a guy, right? Like a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, time yeah, to fuck yeah, him yeah. over while you go back no, to no, the other guy. No, not at all. Crush him. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. And then when the new guy again kicks you to the curb, call back the fucking nice guy whose heart you broke. Ping pong. And let's yeah. keep this going. And this is what you fear, fear, right, Fez? Oh, yeah. Complications. The complications, any sort of rejections. Even on my part, let's say I wasn't happy. Right. I wouldn't have the nerve to say something and say, you know what? I, I would be terrified of letting that person know I don't feel the same way about you. Mm. All right, here's something I want to just ease your mind. Uh-huh. Anytime you want to break up with anybody, yeah. call Ronnie B. I'm going to have to. I'll fucking break up with that asshole for you. <laughs> I would need to do that. <laughs> Ron, this isn't working out. Somebody's going to get their fucking instep just fucking jammed down. <laughs> out. They're not treating me right. I'm just... Oh, oh fuck. And if I'm someone just, doesn't treat you right, I'll go batshit. And I'm just going to go right to you instead of them. Yeah, I will. I may say something like, I'm going to keep your picture up in the apartment and you know just what? say, this is the guy. I'm going to be like Cuba Gooding Jr. going after fucking uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> and as good as it gets. Brazilian Julie. Yes, sir. So your idea is for Fez to become the guy Brazilian Julie. 
No, not at all. I'm saying he should just get a new apartment. Why is he living there? Like, that's such a boring geriatric island. He doesn't belong there. He belongs with fiery people like him. I believe what he tried to do was hide from life. Am I wrong about that, Fez? You put a moat around yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, there's definitely the East River flowing around that thing, but it was also... I went, I admit I went for as much comfort as I could. You want the exact opposite of comfort is what you yeah. want in life. You ever hear of a fucking explorer ever talk about, oh, I love a nice, comfortable place to mm. be? Fuck no. They're going on to the next adventure. That's what you That's need, what adventure. Think. Yeah. What you ought to do is get rid of that apartment without even getting a new one. And just fucking bounce around fucking couch surfing for a while. I agree, Mr. B. He Me and my cat? Saying, Screw your cat. You don't like that cat anyway. Kill, it. Kill the cat. <laughs> Throw it off the building. <laughs> you need another half stick? They're going to figure out. You need another half stick, yes or no? I half say yes. Stick. But you're going to have to... They're going to figure out... Half stick. Half stick. Half stick. I'm right here, Ron. Just said it. You don't need to whisper it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. I need another drink. Do it. Where's his Pepsi? I need another Pepsi. Why please. would they get him a Pepsi? Come on, well, Pepsi, you know, Pepsi, there's Pepsi. like a, there's this Fez drink prejudice that that goes <laughs> on around here. Like, all right, maybe Tubby should only have one you know, soda. Drink the Pepsi. Ah, thank you. That's nice. You know what hug. you need, Fez? What? Anything you want, because you deserve it. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank Pepsi. You. Thank you very much. I'm gonna get a nice Pepsi, cold Pepsi. I don't for think you. we tell Fez enough how much we love him. Well, I don't, I don't even hear think it too often. It. I don't think we say it enough. I know Julie never tells him that. I love Fezzy so much. Bullshit. I love him so much. He's having such a good day. I'm so happy that he's happy and giggly. He's having an artificial good him. day. What's wrong with that? How many a more sticks? late on the I love you. How many more sticks you got? I think I have about 20 more. You want to Casey Johnson this whole fucker up? Yeah. Huh? You want to Brittany Murphy this cocksuck and let's get out of here? And then we'll have to battle over his cat. Fuck that. Like uh, in the video. I'll Who stump, doesn't get it? I'll stomp that cat to death. Oh, by the way, one of the people trying to get the cat back was uh, a former RBI. Yeah. Bijou. Bijou Phillips. Yeah. Gorgeous. And she said, uh, I'm, we're taking the cats. And did, uh, did Bijou Phillips ever sit and sing to you? No. She has to me. That's the difference between me and you, Dave. Yeah. Well, I took a picture on my phone of her when she wasn't looking. So, I think we're tied. I'm sure she appreciates that. Uh, wait a minute. Brazilian Julie's gone. bonding Her experience. boss must have walked by. <laughs> She's got out of there real quick. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like she a is, James Bond movie. I'm telling you, a lot, a lot of people that we talk to, they're not allowed to be on the phone. They'll just hang up. Sadly, I used to do the same thing. It only would be my mom. There's one man guy. Can't believe we don't have the fucking song. <clears throat> I don't let you know they don't they don't add anything anymore into it, and just on YouTube, he's there, but he's always doing with Teddy and Camilla Thompson. Well, they're great, Thompson. Thompson. Why? Because as an H, you don't know how to say fucking Teddy Thompson. What do you know about music? Nothing. I know a lot. My brother loves Rufus Wainwright. Of course he does. And I, on ninety point five, I used to give Rufus. I met Loudon, not London. I I met Loudon. Who said London? He said London before. It's Loudon. I said Loudon, too. No, he didn't. And uh, I met Loudon and Martha on 90.5. Oh, Martha's gorgeous, huh? Shook their hands. Shake the hand and shook the world. Shook her, their hands, Nils Lofgren, and Little Feet were my big connections there.
I wish I had a family with that kind of talent. I mean, my family has talent if it was sitting around making fun of people on television. <laughs> then it's a very talented family. That's why I'm getting my family involved in Beale's rock band as soon as they're able to hold instruments. Because I'm going to tr translate, transfer that into a real band. I don't give a shit. The McDonald family band. You're going to have to, those kids are going to have to fucking carry the financial weight of that family. You will care when we're number one. You're going to need to get like Pebbles and Bam Bam to start singing. I'm taking the Bud Light away because, dude, seriously, when people OD, it's always a mixture. <laughs> have you watched no professional wrestling people? That's, that's his regular medication. He's allowed to have this. He's taking about a, a plane flight worth of meds. But anytime that you put a beer with it, you always fuck up. And I got that before from doctors. Hmm. That as long as you don't mix, you got a much better fucking road. All right. Let's go on personal experience. Yeah, I know. Personal experiences, one day you're not going to fucking wake up. Pepper wanted to I don't have Epstein his fast. cast iron stomach. <laughs> Nor his gas problems. Yeah, gas problems are out of control. He has shit four times today. Shit's Nulty's alive and well and living in the building right now. Stole your character. <laughs> well, he was what the character was. Uh, Lady uh, Trucker wants to start up. Lady Trucker, what is it, darling? Oh, I was wondering, are you just talking about Fezzi's cat or Fezzi's pussy? Lady Trucker, you come in here... On a good day where everyone's sticking up for Fez, you don't get that it's not the right time to fucking bring Fez down? Have any of your calls added why, to why, the show? Why don't, I, why don't you get along with her? What's the problem? Because she's a big, fat nobody who calls Opie and Anthony and Ron Fez incessantly and add up all her shows, they've given us nothing. And she fucking rags on Fez on a day where he's feeling good and we're all unified. Lady Trucker, why can't you get along with Dave? What happens there? I don't like Dave because inside his head, believe it or not, there is a comic genius in there. Please, <laughs> what so does this mean? Don't play with me. Don't play with no. me now that I'm calling you out. And, hey. you, and you've, you've lost your backbone. You call me retarded all the time. Well, that and was then, just the pressure. And then you call in and want to kill Fez. Not on today. We're fucking hi hippie happiness today. That's the name of the show. We're fucking feeling loving today. As opposed to hippo happiness? Exactly, Fez. David, you have a personality trait that just irritates me. Now, your weight problem irritates me. I'm not going to play the games with you Good. two. You two are going to have to work this out on Sam and Dave. But big football weekend, and look who's coming in. Our own Tony Dungy, talking sports. A look at the NFL with Tony Dungy. <laughs> Tony Dungy here with a look at the uh, playoffs this weekend going on. Uh, Rex Ryan, the Jets coach, he's really fired out about what his team can do. Tony, could you speak up a little bit? Well, you just hear Rex Ryan. I mean, you can hear him holler. We're all hollering. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's very exciting. Also, in the AFC on Sunday, it's uh, the Baltimore Ravens going Tony, to... slight problem if you couldn't just uh, give us a little volume. Yeah, it's the uh, Ravens going to New England to face the Patriots. Uh, Patriots receiver Wes Roker had a horrible knee injury. You know, you should have heard him screaming, Ow, my knee, my knee, ow, that really hurts. The Colts and Chargers are the number one and two seeds. 
in the ASC, the Colts should be very rested. It'll be three weeks since he, uh, since Peyton Manning played a full game. I would be screaming my head off to get Peyton ready. Come on, Peyton, let's go. Let's get fired up. In the NFC, the first-round playoffs are rematches from this past Sunday. Eagles at Cowboys on Saturday, and the Packers at the Cardinals on Sunday. Even though we just saw these games, you can hear ex how excited I am for these rematches. Yay! The louder, please, uh, Tony. Thanks. The number one and two seeds in the NFC are New Orleans and Minnesota. A couple of dome teams. What what I like about domes is it's really going to get loud in those arenas. And you know how I like it loud. I, I used to coach in a dome and sometimes I couldn't hear myself yelling. I would have to get really loud like this. Hey, let's go defense. Will there be plenty to shout about this weekend with the NFL playoffs? Let them hear you. Let them hear you scream. I'm Tony Dungy with a look at this weekend's NFL playoffs. Alright, Tony. Um, forget it then. We're just going to take a break. Uh, coming right back with big, big news, including something that's been driving Pepper Hicks crazy today. What's on your mind, big man? Uh, we talked about it yesterday, but there's been an update on Little Genius, the uh, reality show with the little kids. Fez's show that he wants off the air. Yeah. Yep. Dave and I thought it sounded fantastic. We get back, we'll talk Little Genius. Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and... Uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Hey, hey, hey. Fez show. It's Xanax time with our own Fez Watley. How many Xanax have you done today? Uh, four milligrams. Four milligrams. And they give you plenty to keep all the time, huh? Yeah. Why, why don't you do this to yourself more? Why don't you relax more by eating up Xanax? Because it feels like it makes me way too fuzzy and out of it, even with the smaller doses that I take. By the way, fuzzy is the exact name Chubby Checker called him the other day. And then when we were, like, listening to the twist or whatever, waiting for the interview, he's going, look at Fuzzy. Look at Fuzzy's getting it. Get it, Fuzzy. And he got beyond like that. And I go, yeah, Fuzz loves to get it. Uh, this uh, Sunday night, uh, Chubby Checker... Peter Frampton, Bill Cosby, all on Ron Bennington interviews Sunday night at what, 9 fuzz? 9 o'clock in the east, it starts. Yeah. Right here on the virus. And try to get us some of that uh, signed Frampton stuff that we're going to give away on 202 Friends Twitter. I want you. Uh, Dave was telling me that you were uh, Chatty Cathy in here during the break. What was he uh, wondering about? He was talking about Mac Brown. Said Colt McCoy, don't worry about going back in the game. NFL career is more important. And then he started talking to me about the US, the uh, Texas Alabama game for a good five minutes. It was uh, it was very he was very chatty. Why don't you want to save it up for the air, big man? I don't even realize I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> but the Colt the Colt Mon monkey, yeah, the Colt monkey. monkey. Yet yeah, last night in the game. He wanted to go back in, and it was everyone else telling him, no, stay out of the game so you can focus on an NFL career. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you kind of worked four years for this championship game. Yeah, but you don't want to hurt yourself either, right? He's already hurt. 
He had the sprained shoulder. He had a sprained shoulder? Yeah, and not even in a sling or anything. He just seemed very happy to sit there and talk to Vince Young on the sidelines. Do you think it was, uh, you think the fix was in? Yeah, I think there was a problem (laughs) there. I think Colt McCoy came out way too early and then looked just fine to me. And then on the sidelines. Dave, you also said he was talking about Lady Trucker. Yes, he was saying, uh, where did she even come from? She mm-hmm. pal talk person. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't she like you? Yeah, I'm like, where is the hate that the uh, you know really southern that the yeah, he gets very southern when he's drinking too. <laughs> How <laughs> come she doesn't like you, Dave? It's a different type of. It gives a a kind of a, a tinny sound to it. Uh, you come on down to Florida and everybody going kicky hey banging against the inside of a paint can. It's awesome. My voice sounds like somebody's banging on a steel drum. I thought I was talking to Waylon Jennings for a second. I'm like, I don't know why Just she doesn't like Just a good boy. Fez, get your ass in the house. You know your mama's been making grouper soup all day. Fez Watley, get your hand out of your asshole. You know this is a church day. Time for the hose, boy. Fez Quit picking things out of the colored kid's hair. Get back in here. Help your mom with the dishes. Like that wasn't important. Fez, take this jug and run on down to the creek and get us all a bunch of water back here. Parched. I better find out you haven't pissed in that boy. I'm going to light that ass up. A lot of those guys, after they do that, they just look off at the fucking horizon like they're on a boat. You heard me. I'll just take a good long look at the horizon. <laughs> Fans, we got a leak, we got a leak in, the, in the roof. Why are you coming up there and stick that fat ass of yours in there for the next half hour so your mom can get a rest before third shift? Just till the rain stops. Fuzzy, get some paint cans. It's raining, and I don't want all the furniture to wash away. In Fez's living room, pool furniture. Is this what you would have for a pool deck? That was his furniture. Well, I can handle me well. What is it, Fez? Sounds like a Siren Series challenge. Siren Series challenge. Dave, uh, this is a big one. You, we haven't played one of these in, in uh, 10. Long time. Uh, let's get this through our heads, though. What exactly have you and Fez come up with? That's going to be something that the loser has to do. We will dress up, take off all our clothes, and dress up like an avatar person, complete with tail and blue makeup, total avatar person, and a sign that says free avatar tickets. Follow me. Yeah. Follow me for free, free avatar, avatar tickets. tickets. We have all the stuff. All right. Uh, and it is first person to reach seven. This time, Fezzi, we said we would do it on one of your favorite topics. 
Television. Sounds mm. good. Television. Damn. Dave, that worries you a little bit? It does worry me. Fez, I believe, is better at television than I, but I'm going to give it my all. It's what Dave, Mac do. My foster parent was a television. There, and quite honestly, Fez has dedicated his life to nothing but television. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you guys this. Are you going to have free Avatar tickets? Uh, no, I think the sign will be misleading. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we're going to be doing that. On, we'll dress up on Monday. Monday. Yeah. That'll yeah. all go down. Monday. Blue Monday. Uh, blue. All right, I like it. <laughs> Let's get the song. Grab his Blue Monday. <laughs> New World Order. This would actually just let everybody know what's going to be happening this Monday. All right, here we go, guys. Okay. This is television. There's nothing bigger than the TV series finale name three go ahead Dave uh, I'm assuming name three the biggest hopefully Seinfeld uh, mash cheers I hate to say it but correct correct <laughs> name three of the most watched TV series finales of all time yes Mash, Cheers, Seinfeld, Friends, and here's an odd one, Magnum P.I. Oh, God, you know what? I waffled between Cheers and Mary Tyler Moore. Mm -hmm. I knew Seinfeld and Mash was in there. I was thinking new, uh, the Bob Newhart show. I'm going to give you a TV show. You tell me the network. The Closer. TNT. Correct. Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. Who got it? Dave. Dave? Travel. The Travel Channel is correct. All right, let's move on. We're having a little bias in this on Chris Stanley's judging. It's, um, I've been hitting them. One of the highest-ranking telecasts of all time, with a 49% share of households watching, was a Super Bowl game. Which team's played each other. This is the biggest Super Bowl oh, of all time. Fez Watley. Pittsburgh, Dallas. Is incorrect. That means you got to eat a stick. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. You put the sticks back Best in. game ever. Yeah. I'm going between two I think I won. Games. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have... Uh, can I talk it out or no? Yeah, talk it out. I'm going between Giants-Bills... And Niners Bengals because both were extremely close. Uh, two uh, heralded Super Bowls. I'm going to tell you something right now, Fez, and I'm not going to give him the answer. Mm -hmm. But one of those two is the correct oh. answer. All right, make it a thing. Giants Bills was 25th anniversary of Super Bowl, I think, and so I'm leaning towards that. I'm a Giants fan, and I saw Carl Banks. But Cincinnati's on ESPN as we speak. So I'm getting signs from everywhere. <laughs> sure. He's gone by signs, not logic. Right. And he was right. It was yes. up on ESPN. I'm going to say this. Only because they were a dynasty, Niners, Bengals. Only because they were a dynasty, I think they would, that would give them an extra couple points. Well, there's two things that you'd have to look at. But I'm nervous. Uh, what had the bigger team in terms of market? That's what I meant. Oh, and well, of, that would be the Giants. And then, of course, Fuck. when were there less chances of there being other TV channels? And other cross programming. Oh, uh, you picked. I picked Niners Bengals. 
The answer is San Francisco and Cincinnati. Oh! Uh-oh. Even though, and really, I guess it really came down to you looking up and seeing a team on TV. It's 4 nothing, Fez. This surprised me because this is your backyard. I knew that yeah. uh, those were the highest rated, though. Uh, what was the name of the family in The Nanny? The Nanny. Yes, Dave. Rizzo's? The Rizzo's. Fez is getting a free shot there. I'm going to say the Feinsteins. <laughs> <laughs> or the Jewsteins. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the family in Eight is Enough? Fez Watley. The Bradfords. Uh-oh. Very nice. No shot at that. I'm going to give you a the name of a show. Tell me what city it takes place in. Okay. The Office. Dave. Um, the Office takes place in uh, Cheshire, Pennsylvania. Where? Cheshire. Cheshire. You motherfucker, it's Chichester. Says <laughs> Watley. Scranton. Scranton what? Pennsylvania. Very nice. Fez, I see you keeping the score. What do you got there? Uh, Eastside Dave leading 4-2. to two. All right, for the next point, who were the three teams in the Laugh Olympics? Fez Watley. The Yogi Bear team. The gruesome um, twosome team. And let's see. The Dick Dastardly team. I need the name of the of the teams, not just crazy talk. I have no idea what you're even talking about, so <laughs> right, I'm not going to buzz in. The I'm going to just take it down. The Yogi Yahooies, the Scooby Doobies, and the Really Rotten. All right, wait, 60s really cartoons. All right, this is for a yes. He gets the opportunity. Jesus. It's TV. Yeah, you already had the advantage. I'm sorry. Where would where was the show broadcast on TV? <laughs> All right, let's take this one back to the 1950s and give us the first host of the Tonight Show. Definitely, Dave. Steve Allen. I can give you all the fucking hosts. Go ahead. Steve Allen, then Jack Parr, then John Carson, then Jay Leno, then Conan O'Brien. You forgot bonus points. Ernie Kovacs hosted M&T Nights from 56 to 7. And Al Collins was there tonight, uh, America After Dark in 57. Those aren't Tonight Show. All those things paved the way for the Tonight Show. Yeah, okay. Let's jump back into this. I'm going to give you a network slogan. The slogan is... We know drama. Who got it? It was Dave. TNT. Yes! Wait, I'm one away. Six to two, one away. I'm going to have to bring my mom in to be the judge on the bells. I'm, I'm beating you. What? All right. Who did the theme song for Friends? It was... I know it, too, so you better get it. The Replacements? <laughs> oh, no, I just thought of it. Riley B., for the win. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm wrong, the Rembrandts. 
It was the Rembrandt. Champion! That's my... I believe that's my ninth Siren Series to Fez's one. Unbelievable, Including Fez. the character Siren Series. Is that's my ninth win to Fez's one. Was it the... Uh... Was it the drugs that took you down this time? Oh, yeah. A lot of slow thinking. <laughs> well, then I got lucky. That it was a, today How was about this? Well, we'll just keep playing along for fun. Okay. Uh, who did the theme to Pee-wee's Playhouse? Mm. Dave hit the pit first. Um, come in. Paul Rubens and Phil Hartman. No. Oh. That's... Missy Vaughn. I know the song, too. Cindy Lauper. Oh, yeah. Cindy Lauper. Come in and pull yourself up. And I was going to do this. You had to announce the full lyrics to the Jeffersons. Who knows that? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east side, to the east side, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Well, we're moving on up, moving on up to the east side, to the east side. We finally got a piece of the pie. Now it gets tough. Okay, hold on. Bricks don't go in the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I know this part. <laughs> Bricks don't go in the chicken. So true. <laughs> Bricks don't go in the chicken, Fez. You know that part? Yeah, I believe You need to get going from the beginning? Yeah, I better right. do it from the beginning. Go from the start. Well, we're moving on up, moving on up, up. to the Upper East Side. <laughs> upper East Side. <laughs> to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Well, we're moving on up, moving on up. We finally got a piece of the pie. Well, beans don't burn in the kitchen. <laughs> beans don't burn on the grill. <laughs> Took a whole lot of trying just to get up that hill. Now we're up in the big leagues, taking our turn at bat. As long as it's me, me and you, baby, ain't nothing wrong with that. So we're, we're moving, moving on up, up moving on, on up. up. All right, uh, you did very good, Fezzy, although it's fish don't fry in the kitchen. Oh. All right. Yeah, and you had beans cooking all over. Just yeah. beans everywhere. At least the it was home. bricks don't go in the chicken. Um, all right, this would have been a very, very good one. And um, name, let's just say four famous actresses that played Seinfeld girlfriends. Let's go with Dave. This is a good one. Yeah. Terry Hatcher yes. was definitely in there. Um, Ginny Garofalo was in one because that's, that was the one where she was a thing. That's very good, and that's not even on my list, and you're correct there. Okay. Um, I want to say Courtney Cox. I am going to say Courtney Cox. Uh, she was Mrs. Jerry Seinfeld. Remember in that episode? Okay. Dry cleaning. Yeah. And then um, I will throw in... Well, does it? I guess it doesn't really count that Julia Louis Dreyfus was technically her girlfriend yeah, at one that's point. That's fucking ridiculous. Okay, and well, I'm gonna just give it to you, Kristen Day. By the way, whoever whoever was like doing the casting is amazing. Kristen Davis went on for, to uh, Sex in the City. Mm -hmm. Catherine Keener was a Malkovich. Oh. Uh, Jane Levy's was Daphne on Frasier. That's yeah. one. Deb Deborah Messing, Will and Grace. Mm -hmm. Lauren Graham, The Gilmore Girls. Oh. Melinda Clark, The O.C. Vicki Lewis, News Radio. Laurie Lofton, well, she was Full House before that. Helen Slater. Okay. Terry Hatcher and Marsha yep. Cross, Melrose Place. Holy shit. They did an unbelievable. Yeah. Always got great girlfriends, that Jerry. 
Yeah. Well, we're moving on up. <laughs> All right, here was a good one. Um, you guys can just play this out. I thought we'd be playing a while because I thought you guys would be going neck to neck. Name the high school attended by the kids in the TV show. I'm going to give it to you one at a time. Facts of Life. Shit, this is hard. That was... Go ahead, Fuzzy. Westmoreland Academy. Dave, you want to take a shot? Waylon. Eastland. Eastland. The Brady Bunch. Fez. That was Fillmore High. Millard Fillmore High. I would have given it to you. And Saved by the Bell. That was Dave. Bayside. Always Dave. Bayside. Uh, Anybody know where uh, Roseanne took place? That city. Chicago? Um, Langford, Illinois. Langford is correct. Uh, House. I've never seen it. Um, I'll take a guess. Seems like a uh, San Francisco show. I'm going to say Chicago. New Jersey. (laughs) Princeton, New Jersey. Had no idea. Now I'm going to start watching House. 30-something. Oh, I believe that was a uh, great West Coast thing. I'll say um, Portland. uh, (laughs) Philadelphia. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, the name the networks were we doing that one at all? Yeah, but yeah, we did, did Anthony that one Bourdain. before. What about Major Dad? Fez. CBS. Frazier. Fez. Oh, NBC. No way. MacGyver. ABC. Um, who's the boss? ABC. Monk. Yeah. USA. The OC. Fox. Uh, Fox. Mad Men. AMC. You'd be very good at this one. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll just do that as the only <laughs> one. You think if you weren't high, you'd be able to get to those faster? Because yes. you and Blowhard are the only people now, Dave, that seem to know every network fucking shows did. I used to, yeah. I mean, I used to be really good at that. Apparently, I'm still decent at it. Mm-hmm. I but, could uh, always tell by the colors in the TV show. Like, if a show was NBC when I was a kid... It seemed the picture seemed to be bluer and lighter, where ABC had a more orange feel to it. Oranges, oranges and reds. Hmm. I don't know. I, are you saying that they almost added like a color theme, or it had something to do with the cameras? No, I think it was something that they did on purpose, where like NBC made their shows look brighter. And had brighter filters on their lights or brighter colors on their sets. Autism is so interesting to me. <laughs> and well, ABC used a lot of like autumn colors, like reds and oranges and browns. Well, how many sticks have you had now, Fez? <laughs> two. And how much is that? Four milligrams. All right, so it's time for you to do a live read. Oh, okay. Live read, Fez. Live read. Live read. Live read. <laughs> You having trouble over there? Yeah. Where you're at? PennyStockChaser.com, the site that emails their slots, hot stock alerts, and daily notices on up-and-coming farting companies. The wh- uh, What do I need to do? Carbonite we need to do still. Oh, got carbonite right here. <laughs> Imagine losing everything on your computer. Horrible. Just disgusting. 
Use Carbonite to back up your computer. Carbonite Online Backup backs up your PC or Mac automatically whenever you're feeling horny or want sex. Imagine losing your important information and your personal financial documents, photos, emails, uh, music, etc. I have a picture that it was sent to me of my dead, dead grandfather. If I lose that picture, I'm not getting it back. This is what I need. Print. This is what I need Carbonite for to make sure I can get these things back. Imagine the relief of getting them back after you orgasm with your wife. You have to back it up to get it back. Sign up today, and it's just $55 for the entire come. Go to Carbonite.com. Use the offer code Ron and Fez for the special hour. This special offer, it's 15 days free cock plus two months free with your subscription. Go to Carbonite.com now, enter the offer code Ron and Jizz for the very special free offer. That's a 15-day trial offer and two months free if you subscribe. That's Carbonite.com, offer code Ron and come. Carbonite.com at Carbonite Online. Uh, I got a spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. This comes in from Mafia Life Chris. Uh-oh. Salvatore Joseph has been born. Yay! His Salad first Joe. child was a masculine Yay! child. Masculine. The baby, five pounds, four ounces. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice weight. Five pounds. Tiny. Tiny little baby. You put it in your pocket, you go out for a haircut. Tiny. They're going to call the baby Zizuazy. <laughs> Zizuazy. Because there's a lot of dungeons. Dungeons take place. Dungeons. 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 Now the dungeons are gone, the child is a masculine child, Salvador Joseph. What a great day for Chris. Hey, yo, this is Mafia Life Chris, plugging my new album, Dungeon. Please buy it. You can't start a website... If your IP address doesn't have Spark, go to MafiaLife.com. Yeah, for dungeons in the dark. Just to show you I can faggle it up a little bit, here's a disco song for you. So get off my back. Leave me alone. Just doing what I can to survive. That's right. Get your own scene. Your own magazine. Don't be a dungeon queen. And featuring the hot new single, I like to plug. Calling on the World Wide Web. Are you ready for a magazine? With lots of typos and missing pages, it's called Mob Candy, Dungeon in Chicago, Dungeon in New Orleans, New York Dungeon, all we need is Dungeon, Sweet Dungeon, there'll be Dungeon everywhere. 
Not only is my new album Dengin for adults, but because I'm a father, I put a new bonus track for the kids. So I implore you to stop being a hater. Grab a copy of Fedora magazine. Someday we'll find it. The rainbow cut dungeon. The dungeon. The dungeon and me. This is Mafia Life Chris saying please buy my new album, Dungeon. I hope you like it. Dungeon with myself. Denji with myself, uh, 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 buffering, 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 buffering. That's Denjin's. Denjin. Tell them how you can get this beautiful CD. 1-800-DENJIN. Bay a Denjin when he's talking. Give me your full of Denjin. Full of Denjin, please. Stand out of Denjin, man. <laughs> uh, we're going to break you, Fezzy. So Monday, you're going to be walking around like fucking Avatar. <laughs> I'll be the Avatar. I'll be the Avatar blue girl. Do you ever win? I won once. I won the very first one. What was that? Do you remember? Batman trivia. Batman. Oh, yeah. You beat the shit out yeah. of him on that, right? Yeah. And then we went five trivia. There was, there was no payoff for that one. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> when you win, you fucking don't win. <laughs> I got lucky that time. I can't believe you lost TV. I'll only blame this on the fucking downs. But he was a fucking animal of knowing uh, a lot of these uh, facts, like knowing what fucking channel. I wouldn't even be able to tell you right now what The Office is on. That was... But I guess it's on the bluer, light blue, <laughs> less orange. What, what did you know CBS says? CBS was a little bit more green. I thought you said blue. NBC is more blue. You said NBC's bright, uh-oh. And ABC is kind of a orangey-brownish thing. Okay. I also wanted to say this, since Chris Stanley gives him a fucking slap in the face. Happy birthday to the great David Bowie. The Thin White Duke. The Latin Sane. Dungeon in the Streets. Ziggy Stardust. We'll take a break. Be back in just a couple minutes with some Bowie. <laughs> City, strung out on lasers and slashback blazers and ate all your razors while pulling the waders talking about Monroe walking on Snow White New York's so go-go and everything tastes like poor little greenie Get back on Dream Genie lives on his back Just for a short while 
scratching the sand, let go of his hands. He says he's a beautician, sells you nutrition, keeps all your dead hair for making up underwear. Poor little greenie. How old is Bowie today? 63. 63 years old. Room today. <laughs> Just keep this thing going. Blocks of Bowie. We're throwing some T Rex, some hot the hoople. Fuck. You want to do Slade? Queen? Oh, please. We'll glam this whole fucking thing. We'll platform shoes and fucking stars on our face for the next four hours. We got sticks. Sticks ain't the fucking problem. We're in rich with sticks right now. And tall boys. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Sticks Spin are available. The wheel. Spin the wheel, make the deal. I'm going to. Watley's like the kid in the neighborhood with a fucking pool. <laughs> or a dunk hoop. I thought you were our really my friends. What are we? Really my friends. Really my friends. Fuck yeah. Oh, that was nice. David Bowie. David. David Bowie, 63 today. There will be an eventual time when rock and roll just dies. It'll be so old that it actually dies. And it'll just be us and rappers standing here going, huh, is that it? Is this going to be hip-hopping for a while? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we got some big love to give out, Fezzy. Why don't you give us one of your trivia questions? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ Off the top of your head, Fezzy Ask uh -huh. a trivia question Anything you want Top of your head Stop looking at papers oh, okay. Top of your head Top of your head Alright For search, search Hurry up and search No search, search anymore Just off the top of your head Trivia question Alright Who made the cover Of Rolling Stone magazine March 20th 1985. Uh -oh. What kind of trivia question is that? 
Do, were you looking up trivia questions before? Yes. Okay. So that has <laughs> nothing to do with just like something fun that you would know. I look it up to make sure he's right when he says it. All right. I guess we'll just do we'll just do a search. Search. Hurry up and search. Uh, congratulations to Mafia Life, Chris, uh, for the baby today, and also a special congratulations to Frenchie because it ain't your baby. And that's got to feel great. I mean, normally it's only a guy says, I'm so glad it's not mine. This is the first time in history I think a woman ever said, thank God it's not my baby. <laughs> they ran the checks and off we go. Um, uh, Tyler in Colorado, you're on Run Fez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Perry. Joe Perry Fez. Sorry. Sorry. I may right. have the date wrong. Well, then you can't yeah, give it a- out. The date. Uh, Peter, you're on a fez. Madonna. Sorry, it's not what I have. <laughs> well, you weren't supposed to have anything. Why are you looking into a very sissified blue folder? Where are these blue folders coming from when he's not supposed to have folders? <laughs> this was supposed to just Fez Watley giving us something off the top of his head. Those those Art Deco folders showed up in fucking the new year. I don't get them. Where did you get the folders from, Watley? Target. All right, get them over. <laughs> Look at those. They're really pretty. They're very nice. I just read the question wrong. Yeah. You didn't read it. It was off the top of your head. And you can't do that on the radio. You can't ask a question you don't know the answer to. We owe these people a fucking prize now. Yeah, we're going to have to. How can we have to? What's the, do, Was it just a made-up thing? There's nothing there? No, there was a question there. I just had the wrong year. What were you trying to ask? I was trying to ask who was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. Uh-huh. Who made the cover for March 20th, 1980? Right. Okay. It's at 85. Yeah. And there was no cover. Is there an answer to this one? Yes, there's an answer to this one. Fez knows the answer to this one. Um, Jason, you're on running Fez? Hey, how you doing, Ronnie? Yeah. Uh, was it possibly David Bowie? Bowie? Sorry. Uh, Carla? Hey, how about Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin? No, sorry. That was what... Here's, uh... Here's Rich, you're on Fez. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. It's, uh, is it Bob Hope? Bob Hope? Bo- Bob Hope is the winner. I think we've all lost... I'm totally. <laughs> All right, hold on. I want to see what he had to say. Oh, he already lost him. They already got him in the other room. And you can't get him back once you go to the other room. <laughs> Fez, you got any sponsor meetings to go to today? <laughs> no, not today. But hold on, buddy. You're going to pick up a <laughs> DVD set of Big Love 3. Big Love that debuts this weekend on HBO. So you get the DVD set of Big Love 3, available only from HBO.com. Fuzz, you're ready to drive. <laughs> you're ready to get behind the wheel. Are you gonna... I feel like I can make it. I wish he was meeting with sponsors today. <laughs> Let me tell you something, buddy. Buddy. We're going to make this a lot of money. It's all gonna happen. You're in Watley World. 
That's right. Rot, rot, uh, Put my big Watley fist up. You know what ass. I'd like to do? I'd like to fucking take this program and give it to kids and say I don't take dope. <laughs> chewing ice now. What are you doing with chewing He's ice? So with? fucking high. I get so thirsty with the Xanax. <laughs> You're like pregnant women. They sit and chew on ice. <laughs> He's had like five Pepsis. I've never seen this with a grown man going through so much Pepsi before. It's to counteract the slowness of the Xanax. It's, it's barely enough caffeine to do that, though. So why did you buy all the fucking cute old Girl Scout fucking folders that you, you're carrying around? I thought these were really nice. It would be a nice way to ring in 2010. But you remember, know, some things new. But remember what we talked about is that you don't need a bunch of papers with you? Mm-hmm. Why do you have a bunch of papers? Well, I'm trying to keep things separate. You shouldn't have them at all, <laughs> was the thing. It makes you look for papers. I keep getting loaded up by Chris Stanley. Ethan <laughs> Hawke. Oh, is Chris Stanley gets thrown under yeah, the bus second time this papers. week? <laughs> Why are you handing the papers all the time, Chris? I mean, I, I, say, I say no more papers, and then my paper boy shows up with just a stack of this stuff. What, more papers. what papers are you handing him? I don't know, plugs. Those are live, live copy. Should we take the plugs away from him? Should we take the live reads away from you, Fez? No, I don't think so. You like them? <laughs> that I like. Why? Really? What about today? I can't believe how Fez and Franklin are back on the same side again. <laughs> it's always those two, the F brothers. <laughs> Ethan Hawke is uh, starring in, believe it or not, another vampire movie. This one called Daybreakers. Daybreakers. Come, yeah, it comes out this Friday. I don't know how many vampire movies have come out over the last couple of years, but it's just nutty. And this one, it's Ethan Hawke, again, with the latest vampire movies. Why are the vampires so grungy? No one is all dapper and dressed up like Dracula. Well, I haven't seen it, but Ethan Hawke is the actor equivalent of grunge. Yeah. Yeah. He made his kind of... I'm, uh, you know, the the new kid on the block, just as grunge was breaking. So he always makes sure that he keeps that fucking look. And it's almost like when Dion wouldn't fucking stop the 1950s look, no matter when you saw him. <laughs> right. You know, any of those guys that broke in the 50s, they're like, I'm fucking staying in the 50s. <laughs> the hair is slicked back forever. Well, he started in Dead Poet Society, clean-cut enough, and then all of a sudden, after that, it was just, I'm going to try to be as filthy and dirty as an obnoxious-looking person as I possibly oh, you can. you don't like him? I just think that he... I think with... um, There was one movie he was in where he tried to be the slacker. Yeah, and, and Reality Bites. Of them, yeah, Reality them. Bites. And it just wasn't believable because he had just come off of Dead Poet Society. That was believable. And then, but here's the thing. You act like everybody should just act like whatever they were in. Like you would just scream at Harrison Ford, go get a spaceship. Right. No matter what he's doing, <laughs> go get a fucking spaceship. He likes the goatee. That's what Ethan Hawke likes. It's no big deal. He likes being dirty. I'm not sure. He likes being a dirty, dirty, dirty person. Uh, what? Dirty, dirty person. I thought it was dirty birdie. Dirty birdie person. But I mean, if this is going to be our vampires now, well, you yeah, know, from the Twilight series. I'm and, not sure he is one, though. You think no, he he's be a vampire. vampires? He's like the head vampire in this he thing. He is? Okay. He's like the mayor of the vampires. Oh. 
you I know, feel- and just wants to be as filthy as possible. Yeah. You, you know, they're not vampires anymore. They might as well be mummies. Dust just flying off of them. You don't like them, then? No, I don't care for it. But you do like Ethan Hawke. Eh. He's all right. <laughs> I think he's yeah, I think he's pretty good. You know, he was decent in Training Day. You know, I mean, you kind of have to give him the right Training role. Training Day, I think he actually got an Oscar nomination for it. He did. I know Denzel won. I wasn't sure if he got nominated. I thought he did. He was good, though. He was he was good in that movie. I mean, he's had some good roles. A lot of people been like around him. a long time. Yeah, I actually thought he was very good in Depot Society. He was one of the better actors in that movie. That would be tough. That was kind of his movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, he was the he he was the big thing at the end where when Robin Williams got fired, he stood on the desk. Right. He was the guy who started that revolt. Fuck, I would have stood on the desk in a heartbeat. Now he's yeah. a tough vampire. I always look at that cast, and some of them you still see, and some of them are just totally gone. Like the the main guy who killed himself is now on House. From yeah. Dead Poet Society. The girl who who went into the cave was also. The babysitter who wouldn't, uh, who made Henry Hill get her hat in Goodfellas. That's why Henry Hill got busted. She was the, one of the girls in the cave. Remember, they brought two girls in the cave. I remember that scene. Yeah, they brought two girls. The girl in from the Entourage? No, no, no. She. They brought two girls in the cave, and then she went out to do Goodfellas. I was like, holy shit, that's the same girl. And then the one girl was uh, the one guy, Knox, who was Char- Charlie, I should say. I thought he was going to be huge, and Charlie went. Fucking nowhere. I haven't seen him since. Yeah, there's plenty of people. You're like, well, this guy is going to be big, and then they never are. Right. It's always like I love it, those like teenage ensemble casts because you can see like where they go. Like I think maybe the big one of the biggest guy in American Graffiti was Toad. Remember yeah. him? Because he went out to do Untouchables he, and well, he got he got the laughs in American Graffiti. But yeah, he's always worked. Yeah, he's always had a good job. Whereas John Milner or even that really hot blonde girl, I don't remember her name. When's the last time you saw John Milner anywhere? I no. thought he he should have been Harrison Ford. Yeah, John Milner was his last big thing, like that looking, um, like he had some late seventies stuff. Like he did the Howard Hughes movie, right? Whereas, like he he said he met Howard Hughes in the desert or something. Oh yeah, that was kind of big for him. Yeah, and um, another good cast to do American Graffiti. Is a good cast. I saw the little stoner guy, Slater. He was in Public Enemies with short hair and more weight on him. I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Slater. What film? From Days of Confused. Yeah, you called it American Graffiti. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. another good movie to do that with. Yeah, tons of them. Um, Jack, you're on a fist. Oh, hey, boys. Uh, I thought Ethan Hawke uh, did a good job in uh, the Sidney Lament movie there uh, before the devil knows you're dead. Yeah, it was good. He's, he's, he's yes. actually, Fuzzy, I know you're being a little hard on him right now. He's a pretty good actor, and he does some decent projects. I mean, he's not obviously, you know, they're not fucking lining up to see the guy, but he's a a, a strong working actor. Yeah. He's very big. Oh, my you're God. You're not talking to us? Yeah, you were mad at what I said about the show. <laughs> What's going on? No, I was just trying to think of the movie now. I just thought he was the weak thing in Dead Poets Society. <laughs> no, man, we talked the weak thing. <laughs> what about like Before Sunrise? A lot of people like those movies. Yeah, they did well. Great director. They're very. It's a very hip movie to like. Yeah, Paul Lamette is that guy's name. Yeah, he was. Um, it seems like he was maybe the bad guy in American History X. The guy who wanted 
they don't look similar at all. But it says McMahon. And I think McMahon was the guy who was the bad guy who was trying to convince, you know, Edward Norton to keep being a skinhead. Oh, yeah. But if that's the way fucking Paul Lamatt looks like, he's let himself go to hell. Um, Blowhard wants to talk to us. Hey, Blowhard. I got a complaint about Hollywood and how they're destroying the horror genre in general. When did the rules change, like in movies like Twilight, where vampires could walk around in the sunlight? Um, you got werewolves walking around with their shirts off and almost like a, like a gay gang, and they get oh. angry and they turn into wolves. What the hell happened to a full moon? So gay men are just animals. No, not at all, Fez. I, I love everybody. You know me. But I'm talking about the genre. Well, here's the thing. It really, the, only, the good thing about that is all it takes is one more movie to change it back. It's it, awful. Zombies that could run fast. Let's go back to the vampire genre. Whether it was Christopher Lee, Bella Lugosi, even William Marshall as Blackula. Vampires basically had the rules and you had to abide by the rules. Same with the whole werewolf thing when you had to kill him with a silver bullet and they only came out, you know, a la Lon Chaney, who begged to be put in a jail cell on a full moon. Now you got them, you know, just gallivanting around. I'm a werewolf. Sashaying what gay. What is happening? So you, you think werewolves are now turning gay? No, but do you Ew. see that? I saw, I saw that, um, that new moon thing, and there were a bunch of guys, shirtless guys, with six-pack abs, running around. It was the most absurd thing I, I I've ever I've never saw. seen it. I feel like if I watched the new moon thing, it'd just be the same as if I watched the Jonas Brothers. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's just not for me. I mean, <laughs> they, it wasn't made for me. They don't want me to show up. I think they got their own thing going. And I think you could change the rules as long as it works in that movie universe. Well, I think it's destroying the horror genre. It's kids nowadays with their... They got their Ataris going at all times. All right, my friend. Jet fans, jet fans. Jets 24, Bengals 13. Jets 24, Bengals 13. And I'm going to have Fez Watley pick every game and the score. The football Nostradamus is going to be on this. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Fez, take care of yourself. Jet fans, jet fans. Why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. Jet fans, jet fans, why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. Ever since they left Queens, they haven't been the same. Jet fans, jet fans, jet fans, jet fans. But play another ballpark that has another team's name. Jet fans, jet fans, jet fans, jet fans. Jet fans, jet fans, why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. Jet fans, jet fans, why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. They made bad draft picks since I don't know when. Jet fans, jet fans, jet fans, jet fans. They draft never will be's and sign old has been. Jet fans, jet fans, jet fans, jet fans. Jet fans, jet fans, jet fans. Why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. Jet fans, jet fans. Why do you stay? You need a lot of patience to watch them play. That's an old Negro spiritual. Yeah, there it is for the Jets. All right, Fuzzy, let's go over your 
Lock it in. Picks of the week. Would you want people to push in money on this? Bet big. Oh yeah, yeah. I would go. Do me a favor. Mm -hmm. Stop chewing the ice. You're making me nervous like you're going to swallow it, and you're just crunching away over there. And I've known him all these years. I've never seen him chew ice before. He's high. He's never <laughs> sat and chewed ice. But now I feel like he's, now he's mad that, that we're laughing about know. it. Yeah, I would go all in on these. Just, I, I think these are the picks. And remember, correct about Leno going back to late night. So, no reason to doubt me here on the NFL schedule. Give people some background, too, Fezzi, of you and your football experiences before you make your picks. Well, you know, I've made picks in the past. Some haven't panned out. I know I was just in a pool. You're not, you're not building confidence. No, I was just in a pool this past weekend where pretty much crapped the bed there. All right. But, uh, maybe you better not make the picks then. <laughs> but... No, this is a whole new thing. I've got this Jay Leno thing that I have nailed when no one else you was looking proud, at it. You feeling proud about that? Yeah, I feel like I can do... I just feel like I can do no wrong. Like, 2010 yeah. is really going to be my year. Right. I feel kind of untouchable right now. All right, for Saturday, it is going to be the Bengals over the Jets. Walk like an Egyptian. 38 to 17. Why does everyone call them the Bengals? I don't know. I guess we're just used to it. Yeah. It's easier. Then what? Bengals. <laughs> Saying it correctly. <laughs> the other Saturday game, you got the Eagles visiting the Cowboys. Fez, what is uh, February 14th? Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay. Here's what I got on Cowboys Eagles. Yeah. Give that one to the Eagles on the road. Wow, surprises me. Yeah, it is 24-20 to 20 in favor of the Eagles. Go down and, and tell Mad Dog what's going on. And Mr. Carl Banks. Yeah. So you got... Uh, Wait for the elevator show, but let him know. You got the, the cats, the birds, what else? Then we go into Sunday, the Sunday, the Sunday matchups. Should we get some sleep the night before? I would do it. Yeah. Just to stay safe. Patriots hosting the Ravens. Patriots 38, Ravens 12. Wow, 38 points on the Ravens. Yeah. Scoring uh, scoring against that defense. That's pretty big. And this one is going to be a tight one. Packers rematch at the Cardinals. Giving the edge to the visitor team. Packers 27. Cardinals 24. Here's uh, Eddie in St. Louis. You're on a fez. Uh, yeah, how you doing, guys? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say I uh, got the Jets over Bengals, Eagles over Cowboys, Patriots over Ravens, and Cardinals over Packers. But here's one thing that blows my mind. Tom Brady, have you stopped to look at his injury report lately? The guy's got a couple of cracked ribs, a couple of broken fingers. I'm surprised he's even out there at this point. He's a warrior, my friend. He's I got a, a lot of respect for him. Get out I, there. You know, from St. Louis. And I, Don't I you feel like, Fez, when you say stuff like that, it's... It's kind of being disrespectful to the true heroes. I mean, we have warriors fighting for our rights and our freedoms and our flags right now, and yet you're going to give all the glory and the term warrior to football players. just doesn't seem right to me. So what's going to happen out there? Earl Douglas just texted me yeah. uh -huh. and said, um, put all your money on the Ravens. All your money on 
on the Ravens. He's going against his benefactor, Fez Watley. Okay, so whatever he has left of that $2,000 I loaned him, basically he's put about $25 on the Ravens, all in for him. And I disagree with that one. That one's going to be 38-12 to 12 in favor of the Patriots. Bet against Blindside? Yes, I am betting against Blindside. The movie's picking up some People Choice Awards. Eventually, it's got people have got to come to their senses on this. So it is going to be Ravens thirty-eight. No, Patriots thirty-eight. Ravens twelve. That's what's going to happen this weekend. And if you don't believe me. Look at Leno going back to late night. Called that one absolutely correct. So that's my picks for this weekend. Is there anybody in there? Just not if you can hear me. And if you doubted me, you doubted me on the Leno too. And we see how that worked out. And that's this weekend in the NFL. Should be an exciting weekend. And the Xanax really kicking in at this point. He's going to take on uh, Mike for the fucking dead air thing, isn't he? <laughs> he will dead air it up with anybody. You can't even make him uncomfortable with dead air. And getting a little sleepy, too. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Fez? Sure. What were summers like down south? What was summer big? What's like your big summer memory? Oh, summer memories? It was, um... Yeah, I enjoyed the summer memories. Hosting bikini contests out on Clearwater Beach. You must have been quite a young child then. <laughs> He was, he was a young kid hosting bikini contest. His childhood blows Tom Sawyer's away. Did we mean little kid? And then on Sunday. What well, on Sunday? I expect the Pat uh, Patriots to just roll. 
You already talked about that. And Packers pulling up and upset on the road. You talked about that ad nauseum. Maybe I should go to the restroom again. Why? A lot of Pepsis. A lot of Pepsis and water today. And the Allies are getting heavy. The Allies. Dude, you're just crying. What does it feel? What does it feel? It's <laughs> funny. I feel fucking high, too. <laughs> it started with the judging bikini contest. Is he laughing? Where are you at? Oh, I'm sure it's at me. No, it's not. Why? No, he hates me. <laughs> I give you a hug. Why don't, why don't you make a list of the people who like you and the people that hate you? Oh, okay. All right. What list am I in? I think you're in like me. You know that's true, buddy. Thank you. Dave? Oh, hates me. <laughs> it's not true. Chris Stanley? Hates. <laughs> hates. <laughs> He hates through osmosis. Oh, what's that mean? Because he's so uh, in love with Eastside Dave <laughs> that he just has to hate me through osmosis. He can't help himself. Exactly. <laughs> he's so attached to Eastside Dave at the hip. Uh, you, you could tell through the television competition today. <laughs> you couldn't help with the cowbell. <laughs> Let's give uh, Opie. Seen the love or hate list? I think, oddly enough, I think Opie is on the love list. You think he, Opie loves you? Yeah, I think he does. What's odd about it? I think Opie tries to help me. He's not going to go out of his way to do it. It's not like it's going to be a pressing issue in his life. But I think Opie generally tends to like me. Anthony? I think Anthony really likes me. More than, uh, than, than Opie does. Oh, yeah. I think Anthony adores. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Norton? Jimmy Norton, that is hard to call. I always get a friendly response from him. Mm-hmm. Never any sort of in-depth conversations. But I'm gonna go and put I'm gonna go ahead and put Jimmy Norton in the light category. Not love. Not Just love. Likes. Yeah, if there's if there can be an in-between category, I think, no, I don't think Jimmy I think, Norton. I think we want loves or hates. Yeah. I don't want anything lukewarm. Where would he go? If he had to go to one, I'd say love. Okay. Sam from Sam and Dave? Hate. Mm. Absolutely hate. How about Steve C? Steve C loves. Loves. Yep. With all his heart? Yeah, I think so. I think Steve C loves. Uh, he may love too much, but yeah, he loves. He loves you too much? It could happen. In what, <laughs> in what way? Back rubs here and there. What? So he's inappropriate. Yeah. 
sexual misconduct oh, yeah. on Steve C's part. Yeah. All right. But well, it's I'm, still love. All right, Mr. Watley, it's lean back. Love. I'm going to give you that root canal now. <laughs> He's in a fucking root canal zone. <laughs> hmm. So you go back and forth with people. So you got mm-hmm. more reads to do? No. Right, Fesser? No, I finished those all up. Why don't you just give us a Steven Singer? But let's do this. New contest. You against Dave. Who can read the Sting, uh, Steven Singer copy faster? Oh, okay. Because I got two of them. Oh, then second one. Do the second one. Hi, Fez. We're about to... What are you doing? Count it down. That's carbonite. You have carbonite. You got oh. the wrong stuff. Why don't you go back in your fucking blue Girl Scout? Uh, Here you go. That's it. Ready? Yeah. And Fez, begin. Does your sweetheart own a pair of pajamas? Have you ever gotten fucked on her on a gumball machine while her, your parents took Polaroids? These are all good gifts, but hasn't everyone received these before? You want something different, something unique, one of a kind, like frothing cocks that shoot into salted cunts. Here's the perfect thing. Imagine this. An older radio host puts his tongue lightly in your asshole while he commands you to buy to, uh, to hum the national anthem. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Ship your, to your door for a bottle of schnapps. You can backwash into my dickhole before you're done with it. It's the Steven Singer gold flower dipped in 24 karat gold. You might think, how many thousands of dollars is this going to cost? It'll cost the price of letting me twist your nipples until they bleed while I sand my own cock with a filing board. Wishing I could jizz. Go online to IHateStevenSinger.com or on the phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER, who, uh, who I've named Harry and Stinky. A real long stem rose dipped in 24-karat gold for only 59 bucks. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com now. Very good. Uh, how quick did you do that? Minute 18. Minute 18. You did it. As you're doing your speed thing, <laughs> you took 18 seconds longer than you were supposed to do a live reading. <laughs> They're supposed to last one minute. I didn't even interrupt you, and you went to a minute 18. <laughs> Fuzzy, I'm going to have to take the live reads away from you. They're taking too long. They're taking too long. It's brand new copy today for some reason. Well, I think they always try to give you a new copy. Yeah, they do. Not this new. Not this new. So, Fez, what's going on with you, buddy? You took some Xanax today? Yeah, I take a couple sticks of Xanax. You want to make up a Xanax song? For everybody? Make up a song about eating Xanax? I guess I could. Go ahead and do it. Xanax do, Xanax do. Trying to think of the rest of the way that song goes. That's about all I got. Fuzzy, let me ask you something. Who do you miss right now? Who's somebody that you really haven't talked to a long time and you miss? Hmm. 
I haven't talked to Kathleen in the Bronx in a long time. How do you feel about her? Oh, I love her. I just adore her. Mm. Who I've, else? I haven't talked to Fast Daddy in a long time. Miss him? That would be interesting to talk to him, just to see where his head's at. When you went to, when you and I left New York and went to Washington, did you miss anybody? Oh, yeah, I miss Rory. Hmm. I miss Billy Staples. Yeah, I miss a lot of people. Right. Is that easy for you to be away from people? No. No. But people tend to drift apart. Hmm. Does that make you happy? No, because there's still always a soft spot there for people. Mm, like your little fontanelle in your head? I guess, that kind of soft spot. You feeling good on Xanax? The Xanax just has me way too fuzzy. It's a, it's a very confusing feeling. The alcohol doesn't even do that. Does this help? No, that doesn't help because right now you're doing like a crazy dance <laughs> that makes the room really spin, oh. and then you you spin my chair Fuzzy. a little. Fuzzy. All right, you can't spin because Fuzzy. that gets me. All right, and the lights going on and off that's really bringing on a you know Mary Hart Entertainment Tonight seizure. Froge. Froge. All right. When you do that and you act like the building is spinning and the lights go on and off, Eastside Dave wants you to do a live read. Another one? Do you smell smoke? Actually, I do. I see when you bounce off the walls, it makes it feel like the whole studio's coming down. And when you reach out to me in slow motion, it feels like I can't reach you. And where you're at seems like the safe part. And I can't reach you there. Fuck the baller, kill the baller. Fuck the baller. Kill the baller. Medication time. <coughs> hey, Dave. Seriously, do you smell smoke? Do you smell smoke? Look who's coming into the room. It's the Nature Boy! The Nature Boy! Oh! Alright, I got unplugged during at some point. But listen up! 
this nature boy on a Friday here and styling and profiling And what has happened is... There is a problem... And what this seems to deal with... was a cocky bastard by the name of Conan O'Brien. As you thought you could do a better job than Mr. Jay Leto? And what happened was, the world saw you exposed for the cheap punk that you are. And now, the true king of late night has decided that he is going to reclaim his throne and do it like no other before. You're the biggest failure in this town. You had the Today Show, you had it, and what happened? You blew it. Uh, are we going to uh, want to do it? Uh we were in break. Oh, we were? Yeah. Well, why was this plan? What do you want to do when we come back? Bring it back up again, or what do you want to go with it? I could try to bring it back up again. Felt like you had it there for a second. <clears throat> All right, when we get back from break... Okay. Um... Let's all, you know, go in a whole different direction with it. All right. You got anything you want to do? Not in particular. You want to just all act like we're talking in funny gay voices? Oh, that'd be great. And just like running in a circle? I don't know if that's the way to go. Well, then you fucking do it, because I can't come up with every idea. You're the fucking genius of what to do when we come back from break. Give us your idea. Come on. Come on, tough guy. You know fucking everything. My idea is shit. By the way, my ideas for now on, Dave? Yeah. Put them over there, and Fez right. fucked it in the ass pile with all the other things of mine he shoots down. I'll put that next to the Fez farted on it. Pile. Oh, thanks, Fez. I didn't even know there was that separate pile. Let's what do, do you want to go with? Let's go with the nature boy. 
Why is it, then what am I supposed to do while you're saying the nature boy? Just stand to the side and hold your fucking coat like I've been doing for the last goddamn decade? Just holding your coat? You ready, Mr. Watley? It's not fucking easy standing in that shadow, I'll tell you that right now. Spare some what silver, about, Mr. W? What about something for me? How come it never was the Nature Brothers? Why does it? Why is it you solo? Rick and Bruce. The gay... We'll Bruce Flair? Why don't we do this? We come back as gay Nature Brothers, and there's fucking finally something for me to do after all these years. We could try that, sure. Oh, now you want to. Now you now fucking there's suddenly a spot for Ronnie B. I can't get out of the pile. Are you sure? Because I'm so used to shivering in the cold, Fezzy. I don't know what it's like being next to a nice warm fire. How about letting me fucking do something from around here? Maybe I'd like to do a live read. Maybe I'd like to do a fucking ronatorial for five minutes. That ever occur to you? Maybe you fucking put me in somewhere? Oh, my Ringo to you? No, you're not Ringo. Who am I then? You're John. John who? John the fucking guy who drives the truck? You're John Lennon. John Kate. Well, then who are you? Paul. Paul who? McCartney. Then what happened to Ron Fez? John got shot, by the way. No, but seriously, has it ever fucking done on you? Maybe you don't think I'd like a cock every once in a while? Take one in the mouth, one in the ass? Let me fucking roll with it? You don't think I'd ever like to fucking do a Hitler mustache and walk around in my underwear? You think there's not been a fucking single day I didn't go, why can't I wear a wig? No, honestly uh, not. Know, I, no, I, fuck it. You, it's something you haven't thought about. It's something you haven't thought about. Let's just come back and do Nature Boy and you do everything, all right? Let's make it about you. I'll stand over here, uh, Dave. I'm gonna stand with my fucking face in the corner, and tell life to fuck me in the ass. Okay. All right, we're coming back. <clears throat> Just come right back into Nature Boy music. The virus. Sirius 197 XM202. Ron and Fez. Oh look, everybody! It's Fez doing one of his great fucking characters that everybody loves. I'm gonna go stand in the corner and get fucked in the ass. Listen up! This is the Nature Boy! And what I'd like to do at this moment is bring in the next big sensation. He is the man, the myth, the legend, and a man I am proud to call my brother. Finally! Here he is. The Nature Boy, Ron Bennington. Yes, and we're brothers. We are the Nature Brothers. Yes, yes, yes we Woo. are. Woo. 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 
And if you think you can take on this kind of combination, both of us aren't afraid of you because we're brothers. The thing is, nothing is thicker than blood. Nothing! Not water. No, well, cement. And even then, I challenge cement. And both of us challenge equally because we're brothers and partners. To take on, I challenge cement to face the blood of the Nature Brothers. And I'm also a Nature Brother. What we do here? One thing you people should know. I'm older by a full 10 minutes. That's right, we're twins. But when you come up against us, the Nature Brothers, what's gonna happen? We share everything equally. Our toys, everything in our room, and even have the same phone and desk lamp. And what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? When you're standing across that squared circle. And oh my god. Did you just see one nature brother? No. Did you just see another nature brother? No. Your eyes aren't playing tricks on you. Because you have just signed a death warrant. And it's double jeopardy. Because... And that's not... Is there a place for me to jump in? Because you the Nature Brothers! Woo! I don't get to say I don't get to say much. It's really all about you. I shouldn't even, even be doing this. It's worked so it's worked so long as a single. Stop wooing. I really don't belong here. Because Seriously, I wanna quit. My brother has had some doubts. Don't run me down in public. But Please what stop. you have to deal Woo! with, the future, the future of satellite radio broadcasting. And I brought him in, and he it's is good. my nature brother, and let him hear it. Because if you think you've got a way to go, you haven't seen anything yet. Because we're, we're two pals, aren't we, buddy? We're two pals. We're nature brothers. And what's going to happen to you? You step in the ring with us. And what's going to happen? You're going to bring your big muscles. You're going to bring your big muscle-bound head. And then... What do you got to look forward to? 45 minutes in an arm lock arm bar. A and chicken he, wing. And you, here's another thing. How would you like to get a bucket of shrimp? Woo! Or some garlic bread? Woo! That's Nature Brothers Restaurant. Woo! In Neptune, New Jersey. Woo! That's if you're tough enough to walk through that door and walk that aisle to a table for two. But know this, we're nicer than we seem. We yell, but we really get along well with people. Woo! 
our number one job, customer satisfaction, followed by kicking ass. <laughs> customer satisfaction. You're not going to know no, you what's going to hit you. And by that, I mean when we bring the bill. You're going to pay it one way or another. You're either going to come up with cash money or spend the dessert. You heard my brother. <laughs> Locked in the business line of a Steiner recliner. You heard my what my brother said to you people. <laughs> now start to woo. <laughs> Again with the woo. <laughs> We're the Nature Brothers. We do it all best. Whether it's appetizers, parking. What? Parking. Parking. At the Nature Brothers restaurant. We walk that aisle into the kitchen every day. Remember, diamonds are forever, and so are the Nature Brothers. That's it for us, Fezzy. You hear that song? Get a little sad, right? This is your song, Fez. This is your goodbye song. This is it. Watch it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV. That's it for us. I'm taking Xanax Boy home. Unless... Do you want to take this... The pal talk, and maybe we'll just play rock records for the next four hours. Sure. Rock this fucker out like the old days. Fez, you got any more live reads you need to do? I am done with the live reads. Do, we, do another stick? Probably not. Hmm. One more. Go out on top. Come on. One more. You want to get some sleep? The sleep sounds good. Love to watch things on TV. Bum, bum, bum. Satellite of love. Bum, bum, bum. Satellite of love. Bum, bum, bum. Satellite of love. That's it for us, guys. Enjoy your football weekend. I've been told that you've been bold with Harry, Mark, and John. I love to watch things on TV. Satellite of love.